Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 117. We're back from too many games. We were there last year, so this uh, we had a pre-recorded one, but we are back now. Uh, at least I'm back. Evan's back. Jordan's back. Is that everyone who went? Yeah, because Sean did go. Sean did yeah, go. I didn't show up. I, I had. It's probably a good thing I didn't because of all the computer issues I ended up having that weekend. And uh, yeah, it, I would I would have not been a happy boy coming home from that. Yeah, now nah, that wouldn't have worked because your your computer like died, didn't it? Yeah, like I lost everything on it. Um, I think it was Friday night or Saturday morning. I went and tried to just um, edit something, mm. and it, it froze. And so I was like, whatever. I did a hard reboot. And when it came back up, it was just the hard drive was screwed. And so it tried to auto repair for like about a day and a half, two days, and it didn't work. And then I was just like, well, let me just try a clean wipe then and see what happens. And I did a clean wipe. And unfortunately, everything was gone off of it. But I have a lot of the the files that I use um, in the cloud. And I just had to re-download my video software and my uh, Photoshop, of course. But yeah, it was a pain, it was a pain in the ass. But your computer's back up and running. So that's yep, it's back up and running with a nice, clean hard drive now. So I, I got to get a, uh, I'm going to get an external and then and probably in a couple months, I'll uh, I'll pick up a new computer. Yeah, I'll say externals aren't even that. They used to be so much more expensive than they are now. They are like dirt cheap now to get an external. You get a two terabyte for like 50 something dollars now. Yeah, like it, it's crazy. I was looking at stuff like that and like um, SSDs and shit like that. Because all these people are like telling me all these things to do. And I'm like, hey, hey, you know where to go. Just I know where to go. Ask me. But where's the pro controller? Oh, I could I couldn't buy a pro Yo, controller. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna find you one of those deals, Sean, where it's like get this eight hundred dollar computer and we'll throw in a pro controller for you. <laughs> I had I had to buy games this week, man. There's I'm about so to negotiate you into a pro controller. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't somebody hasn't sent you a pro. I'm really surprised. I don't, I don't have a PO box right oh, now. Oh, if you, if you have a PO box, you you would have already got that controller. Like, I probably would have like seven pro controllers, and I would feel terrible. Mm. What? they're sending you something you feel i terrible. don't know <laughs> I, get, I get weird about that kind of stuff like i don't know like i love it and it's like crazy that people want to do that but i don't know i get kind of weird that's kind of okay. why i drag my feet a little bit gotcha mm. I, I know i've been the same like with the peel box. i'm slacking like intentionally on my peel box i'm like eh, you know yeah and it's like <laughs> it's weird because like i wouldn't even really talk about it all that much and like mm. i would go and there'd be like these grandiose packages there and i'd be like jesus christ Mm, yeah so thank you uh, we'll, we'll figure out that I'll, I'll figure out a way to like con you into a pro controller sean i feel yeah. like there are ways i was gonna <laughs> i i still am thinking about doing the, the buy it and just leave it in a box and have it on display <laughs> uh you I, I i could see you doing that actually we should but get him a jack links themed well then he has a, then he has a pro controller so we can't say buy one he just wouldn't use it oh man I don't know. I feel like eventually, Sean, you would look at it and be like, let me try this out. And then you probably tape the box back up or something and just, <laughs> just put like a rock in there or something. Be like, oh, it's well, still in there. Well, dude, you, you have to do the cheat way of getting a pro controller. Like me, like Super Smash Brothers came out. I already had a pro controller. But if I didn't, there was a one that came with a pro controller in there that you can justify it that way. Yeah, that's special edition. And questions everyone's going to ask. Yes, this is Tang. Sounds the whole like, thing? That's, that's not the yeah, color I mean, of Tang. Yeah, it, looks like, it, it looks like piss to me. <laughs> I, I, made, I, made a big, I made a big jug of Tang. That's what I started doing. Because I used to just buy like individual water bottles and then just add my Tang as needed. But I was like, this is silly. Oh, I it's your get... Tang. That's why it looks like that. Got right. it. I can, get, yes. I can get big bottles <laughs> and you know just make the whole thing Tang. Because like normal water is kind of gross. Sean, you need to write a book, man. 
Not even I about am. video. Not about video games. And you know, you, you what you call it. Call it, it's John Long's life story. Ain't no tang. <laughs> I can't believe you actually drink tang. That's the thing that I just it's is so like you good. drink tang. It's good because I don't drink enough water, and I don't like drinking normal water. And like when you look at what's in tang, there's like nothing in it. Like literally, no. There's no sugar. There's no calories. There's nothing. It's just it's just a water additive. Is that, and is it that tastes the thing so good. where back in the day the commercial had like. Was it a monkey and like a karate key and he would just punch stuff? Yeah. Am I thinking right? Yes. You're, you're, you're saying there's nothing, but when you turn into cinder or some shit like that <laughs> in like the future, uh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna regret drinking all that damn tang. Ah, uh, your piss must be like fluorescent. <laughs> Glow in the dark piss, dude. <laughs> just go in there, no lights. Yeah, I would write I mean it's good, he doesn't have lamps anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you could write an entire book of life advice, Sean, and it would yeah, be I mean, very it'd interesting be, read. What no lamps, do, all but... tang. I got oh, I got the light over here. It's just I don't know, I had a little headache today, so I'm not trying to be all bright and shit. Uh so we have a bunch of stuff to go over today or tonight. But uh I figure we would start off because uh Jordan, you were you were fairly close to obviously etica and everything that happened this past week mm -hmm. um did you want to talk a little bit about uh what happened and everything with all of that uh sure um i mean uh, everyone in the the chat probably well aware that this uh you know over the weekend we found out that we uh lost someone very special online uh whose outreach was bigger than i think he even knew how many how many people he really you know reached out to there and uh you know obviously rest in peace uh he was an incredible person an incredible entertainer and this just keeps bringing up the debate about taking mental health seriously and um it, it's just tragic uh he had so much going for him he's a great guy and no matter what the best thing about it is it doesn't matter who you were if you were in the same room as him he would make sure that you would never feel left out because we've always had those situations where we kind of feel like eh, maybe i don't belong in this situation you know like everyone else having a good time i'm not he'd make sure that everyone in the room felt like they were special or someone or deserved to be there and it's just a really cool guy and he was, he was super welcoming at a uh, retro uh what was that the the Long Island retro yeah you got it right there Long Island. he was super like welcoming to sean and i when we were there no he, yeah like that's him had, he had that like that energy like I, I made a video i didn't do a video on the channel or anything i put it on just twitter and uh the facebook page just talking about it but like you meet so many youtubers and they're very they're kind of different than what their on-screen persona is a lot of people in the youtube community are actually like very quiet and a bit shy and stuff like that and youtube is just a way for them to sort of you know break out of their shell but like when we met him it was just like you felt this energy and it was like you know, this, the dude that you're meeting, the dude that you're talking to is legit the same dude, like, that you see on camera. Like, he was just very, he just had, like, an aura about him that you, some, that, you know, you meet people in your life and you can feel when they're very genuine, even without, you know, having a deep conversation about him. That, that was definitely the impression I had when, when we met him. It was just a very genuine and a really full of life, dude. No, yeah, it, the 100%, <laughs> he was, uh, He's just a really genuine dude, and I think the the in a, in a positive light, what we can get out of this is all the togetherness we've seen in the community. The you know the the past few days, whether it be like on Twitter or YouTube videos, the stories that people are bringing up, whether it was related to him or what he did or or their life, and how everyone is just 
coming together for better causes and to be the best person that they can be. And it's, that's the best thing that we can take away from this. Did you see the, uh, like the little like memorial thing that people built for him? Yeah. Like, by the bridge. That was, that was incredible. I'm, like, I'm going to, I'm going to try to get up there to, uh, see it soon. I'll be there and, and I'll be in New Jersey at some point in July. Um, so I may just go right over to New York to, uh, yeah, to like it. everything was still there. Like people actually, no one touched it, which is there was interesting. There a bunch of Joy-Cons there. There was like multiple. There were games, of there was yeah. money, there was drawings, there was letter, there, there's candles, uh, a billion Twizzlers. Like someone left the, the most valuable console ever, the Wii U there. And nobody <laughs> touched it. Nobody touched it. I'm glad uh, it's a, it's yeah. a, it's a cool respect thing that no one's messing with it. And that's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely you're right, though, Jordan. Mental health needs to be taken a bit more seriously online at this point, especially with social media, age of social media. Yeah, and, uh, that's that, that's my biggest pushback right now. Personally, online is uh, like I, I made a video, YouTube demonetized it. And after reviewing it, kept kept it demonetized. It's literally only made a dollar and fifty nine cents, uh, which all the money from that video was going straight to um NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Health. And since that, you know, it's like, I don't, you know, all right, whatever, YouTube, you can do that. But now it, for the next three months on my channel, all anything the channel makes is going straight to mental health organizations like NAMI. And I'm going to have going on going campaigns where we raise a certain amount of money for certain charities. I give away like a Nintendo Switch or a console of choice. This is a drive that I'm very passionate about as someone who has suffered from anxiety, depression, as a lot of people on here have uh, have experienced themselves. Life can be extremely hard and it's time to get the stigma against mental health seen in a different light. And that's kind of something I'm really, really focusing on right now, because I think it's the most important thing that we have to open up the discussion for it, not just our online space, but for every person out there dealing with this. Absolutely, man. You also got um, Blockhead Gaming yes. uh, doing the shirts. Um, I'll drop a link to that in the chat right now. Um, I'll, I'll drop a link to the, the tweet that has the shirts on there. All the proceeds go to the um, uh, National Alliance of Mental Health. The same one, NAMI. NAMI, yeah. yeah, yeah NAMI. NAMI. So yeah. cop your shirt. I went ahead and caught mine. So make sure. Yeah. Um, the Blockheads guys, do they have tank tops there? I didn't see any. I'm not sure what what they have. Um, they're the homies. Um, you do not order own scissors. You can at least go sleep. I mean, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. They I'm sure so they can easily put one up. Though. Though. They, like, they look so tacky. Well, they get no, the fr- they get the no pun intended. They get the fringes around them. The fr- yeah, yeah. yeah. I, try, I try to do all that, but yo, real quick, man, Etika, I'll be like, I remember talking to Etika back in the day, like in 2013, 2014, when his channel he had like around 30, 40 thousand subscribers, and his channel was taken off. And he was very friendly with everybody in the comment section. That's my uh, connect with him was he used to talk back and forth because back then Etika used to do like news videos, kind of like how me and John would do, uh, but a little a little bit different. But he was actually kind of professional with it, with his news videos back then. So that's kind of how I found his channel. And um, he started really blowing up once Fire Emblem, like his playthroughs, like with Fire Emblem Awakening. So he would do news. He would do Fire Emblem. He would do so much stuff. And that's where I kind of started talking to him a bit. And um, a lot of his streams, like how hype he would get, the excitement that he brought, like a lot of the stuff to his streams, I kind of was like, yo, I, I, I want to be able to be like Etika. You know what I'm saying? He was a guy that I looked at. And I was like, yo, I need to make streams this fun for my users because his streams were amazing. At one point, he was literally the number one YouTube live streamer. Like at any point, he could have 20, 30,000, you know, viewers in one of his streams. It was it was nuts. There was nobody else, you know, like him. So 
when I found out about the news and anything, it was just, it was just devastating. Um, it was very, very hard. And like Jordan was saying, like, I tried to make a video, have it be monetized so it can be sent to NAMI as well. They demonetize mine as, as well, you know, uh, but all that money is going to be sent and I'm looking to doing different things as well. But um, man, Etika, he was one of a kind and it's just really mental health needs to be like, you know, I haven't told many people this. I think some of you guys know, but in 2013, I had a mental breakdown. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just, and I don't know what would have happened, but the only thing that really kept me going and kept me trying was my daughter. So, I mean, like Etika didn't have that. A lot of people don't have that but I had her, you know what I'm saying? So it's tough. So you guys really got to make sure that, you know, social media, this type of stuff, you know, at times you can block, you can walk away, you can do, you can, there's always another option that you can do. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's rough, but man, I, I, I just wish, I wish there was something else that I can say that would make him come back, but there's really nothing that we can do. All we got to do is just be the best going forward, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, they, they do have tank tops on there. Oh, oh yeah. And and muscle shirts too. I didn't I didn't see it. I was looking. Let me let me. I I think they just added them because they actually added a a snapback since I placed my order. And now I can you put put another link in the chat so I can. Yeah, yeah. let me let me go ahead and buy that right now. Uh, Nate, was there anything you wanted to say before we uh, before we started up uh, some of the topics games? I mean, I didn't know Etika. I really didn't feel. I never followed the content he produced. But I mean, I do mourn with the community for the unfortunate loss of life and i agree with jordan that the stigma for mental health is something that has to be done away with people have to they can't fear seeking help whether it's talking to friends or going to see a therapist and friends have to you know if you notice that a friend of yours is struggling reach out to them say hey i missed you today or just invite them out because just a little gesture really does go a long way okay all right uh Let's uh, let's uh, let's talk a bit about some of the the games that we've been playing. Oh, uh, Sean, you posted the link there for. Yep, cool. Yep, I see it there. Very very cool. Okay, cool. Yep. So guys, you can check out the link that Sean posted. Uh, the proceeds go towards uh, Nami for uh, mental health and everything. You can check all that out there. Let's uh, let's let's talk a bit about some of the games we've been playing though. I know, I know Red Faction. We can't talk about yet. Nope. Okay, it's not Red Faction. But Mario Maker 2, I, I think everyone's been playing it for the most part. Uh, hold on, Jordan. Did you get a chance to do Mario Maker 2 yet? I you did. Yeah, I played a little bit of it last night. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. So what's everyone think so far about Mario Maker 2 now that it's out? It came out Friday, so we've had like a day and a half with the two days with the thing now. Um, what's everyone think so far about Mario Maker 2? It's legit. Great. Yeah. yeah. It, it it's, it's really impressive just the... The I like I think you talked a lot about story mode in your video today, Spawn. Um, and just just the levels in the story mode are like some of the best two D Mario levels that like I've ever played. And it's just you get it's it's so insane. Like fuck man, if the online worked well, like <laughs> it would be a perfect game. But that online is just needs some work. It, needs it, some it work. does. Yeah. They need it. They're gonna have to work on that one. I mean, it's the first time we've seen. I guess them do a platform Mario game online, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. The, yeah, that's the first one. Yeah. So, I I mean, we saw, I played the Mario when I played the Mario Battle Royale thing that someone else made, like a fan made, uh, the YouTube person made. I realized that it wasn't going to be good because, like, the Nintendo's one because you could feel input lag there, and that was like a web browser and everything, pretty straight straightforward. But like when they were talking about them building levels and all this stuff, I was like, this isn't. It's probably not be great, and it's it's 
sometimes there were a few times where I jumped in and it was okay. And then it would all of a sudden you'd have this point where it would kind of freeze almost. Mm-hmm. And then it would keep going. Uh, and you can, you can feel that input, that latency when you're trying to play online though. So unfortunately the online, not quite there yet for simultaneous play. It's like some that like a, a, a small portion of the matches are really good. And you're like, okay, this feels great. A vast majority of the matches, there's varying degrees of lag. It could be, you know, a, a millisecond. It could be, you know, almost a full second. And then there's also a small majority of matches that are just unplayable. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It, it, it's all over the it's all over the spectrum. like when you're when you're running and you feel like you're jumping, but you're not. Then you run into a Goomba and you die. It's like super yeah. embarrassing first off. But you're like, I like you're legitimately, yell, you know, complaining about lag. And that's that that's the reason why there's not online platformers like that. Or if there is, it was like Little Big Planet, where it was yeah. like the controls were hella delayed anyway. Like or they were like yeah. floaty or they weren't. It wasn't a precise platform because it's so hard to do because no matter what, you're going to have at least minimum of a couple frames, no matter what online in any game for the most part. It's never going to be 100 um, percent, even with some of the best like fighting games net because there's always going to be at least a frame or two off. And when you're talking about um, uh, when you're talking about a platformer, which requires precise and the input delay on Mario games are usually like, you know, it has the least amount of like input lag, like for a lot of Mario games. Right. And that's what makes them good online is completely going to it's going to completely jack that up. So that's 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 the biggest issue. And that's why I guess like a lot of the games before haven't been online, like Smart 3D World and stuff like that. So, yeah, I already knew it was going to be garbage. Dude, I, that- I thought it was going to be fun, but I mean, I think you have to have perfect connections. And yeah. you know how people people online, th- dude, these people are using their mother's Wi-Fi, <laughs> other room. They're using yeah, the Starbucks. They're, they're, <laughs> the not, Starbucks. they're not using the Nighthawk. They're using the Dayhawk router. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> they're using the Dayhawk router, that ghetto router with like two ports, man. You, you already know. They're using a 2G band. It's not even 5G. The story mode, I, I honestly, I think the story mode is like one of the best parts of this of this game. And Evan, you 100% of that thing already. Yeah. About it, it had to have been. six hours. The maps were amazing. Yeah, I was going to say it had to have been good if you like binged it like that. The, the trick is when I switched over to the online maps, because my, uh, my little cousin was over here for the week because he was going to a camp and we were just playing the random online maps and they there once in a while you get a gem, but for the most part, it just kind of sucked. <laughs> like I'm still <laughs> well, waiting. I, we're going to have to wait for the voting to really sort that uh, out. Yeah, in that's, the true. End, that's true. Cause we're still just at the beginning and people are figuring it out. But like, I enjoy the well choreographed, like the well curated map, like that we would see from the Nintendo made games prior, but seeing maps that are just like, huh, I wonder if we can hide this somewhere. So it'll just pop out and kill you. If you run by, like, it's like, I don't know. That's, that's more or less of a Mario map and more of a memory game. I, I can't wait to see the better ones start to rise to the surface. Well, that's kind of how, I mean, I remember my time with Super Mario Maker. There was a lot of sadist levels that were like the top levels. I've actually managed to find a few decent levels. Um, the best being the RGT 85 Inferno level. Oh, there's I heard a, about that one. There's an RGT 85 Inferno level. Somebody somebody messaged the Facebook page and was like, hey, I made a level for you. And I was like, what? So in my video today, I was like, let's just put some random letters and numbers and see if we could find a level. And then it just happened <laughs> to pop that level up. Oh, man, that's funny. I need to I need to check. I think Wood made a level or has made a few. Uh, oh, I don't make shit. I can't. Yeah. I, so I, let, I was anyone, working on one. Did anyone play with the editor? Because I looked at it and I was like, man, there's a lot a, of stuff a going on bit. here. I, I didn't play it in handheld. I played it on monitor and it, mm. it's all right. It's, I have to figure a couple things out, but I was basically trying to design like a real standard kind of mario level and it it's got a lot in there there's a lot you can do it's fantastic mm. it, it, it's definitely a bit 
um jarring coming off of the the wii u one though because the gamepad was just so flawless and now you have like those um the wheels that have all the items and stuff on it i just i just messed around myself and it made some terrible level that had like three bowsers chasing me down and trying to kill me but i i didn't you know really i didn't play the original mario maker game to create my own levels i wanted to play the levels that were in the game and other user created levels and i think i think they do a better job in this game of having levels and having such variety in the levels. I still think this is, I think this is one of the few games where it, it really benefits from that, that Wii U screen, that handheld screen yes. for editing levels, you know? Yes. hundred percent. I think. Yeah. So but then again, is, I'm not a creator, so I'm not good at editing either. I used to, I mean, the, the good news is though, I, I feel like I I'm getting a lot out of it for not building anything. Oh yeah. For sure. You know? Like I'm so. always, I'm always looking at new levels, you know, sometimes, you find really decent levels if you just go and just play some random new levels that pop yeah. up. I've actually found quite a few decent levels. I found People one like that they used the switch, like they used the switch a lot throughout the level, but it was really cool. They had a puzzle where you're going through and you got two switches you could pick. You pick one and it was basically like a maze because you couldn't see completely and it would basically change the flooring and the walls and stuff you were going around. And it was really cool, actually, the way they did that. So I figured that switch would have been one of the best things for people to use early on is that so one far, on the the trending pages i, I think so yeah it was i like, played that that was the like the first level i played it was as like well. switch <laughs> it up or switch her up or something yeah huh? yeah, it, it yeah, like yeah, I, played I played yeah yeah that one was awesome so i was playing that it was pretty cool and you get the music ones too where people are trying to do like the musical songs and stuff as you go through it um but there's some fun ones in there that I, i'm seeing but i think you're right i mean i think it's more people play and they vote them up and down and people get a chance to because you know there's some ridiculous levels right now that are being built but they take like a week to build so you know it's going to be a bit before we see all of them but oh uh, yeah definitely because i think this is the first one that actually has the thumbs down mechanic there it used to be just be thumbs up or nothing so now mm -hmm. you can actually filter a little bit faster by having people the be search, like no this the, is actually horrible the tags and the sort feature is so much better now too to be able to yes. just like do that so like i want to do the auto levels i just hit the button i get all the auto levels so this <laughs> is fun it's fun but yes the story mode saved it for me i really like the story mode but I was thinking, I'm already thinking about like the next Mario Maker with this because they kind of expanded on the story mode. What if like next time you can actually edit the story mode and you can have like a castle get built out, you can have all of like the levels built uh, and everything. That would be cool. Like you can actually make your own story mode in a Mario Maker because it, it, it's just, it's so fun some of those levels they built. I think that would be cool. Yeah. There's actually like, uh, yeah. one, one of our Discord people uh, had a level that I'm going to post in chat a bunch that he wanted people to check out. So I was going to drop that there. Oh, cool. Okay, cool. Did we have a Discord question about Mario Maker as well, Evan? Uh, mostly just asking if we think there's a chance that it'll ever get mouse and keyboard support for docked. It has. I mean, the Switch can use a keyboard. Uh, mouse is interesting. I think that I mean, it would help a lot. Didn't, um, didn't Andre Seegers make a, a fake video using this uh, Super yeah. Nintendo mouse? A yeah. Bastard. Not. <laughs> at, first, at first, I was like, whoa, that's cool. And I was like, wait, how the fuck did he plug in the, the <laughs> mouse into the Switch? I, I think the problem is they would need to patch it because I feel like the, the actual creating section of it, when you have it plugged in, it limits where you can move the uh, cursor to outside of the exterior mm -hmm. boxes. So you wouldn't be able to access your tools with it unless they patched it i mean that would help though if you could use a mouse and everything and a kit that oh, would definitely. Be, that'd be amazing if they could do that uh but i know a keyboard works now it would just be if they want to add that mouse support to it um but they could probably do it if they really wanted it um man it's just it a second screen though would help so much uh 
man. But yes, I'm I'm very happy with it so far. I'm gonna keep playing it, uh, and just see what I guess online levels we get. But I'm not I'm not really into the online multiplayer anymore. So, um, uh, Evan, do we have any Discord questions while I pull up some of the super chats before we get into uh some of the other stuff we've been playing? Um, well, I think on the recorded episode we talked a little bit about Cadence of Hyrule and its soundtrack. We had a guy who just wanted to point out and make sure that we knew it came from. A person on YouTube uh, who goes by Family Jewels. If anyone's familiar with it, I'll just post. Yes, I, I love his stuff. Yeah, there. I'll just post the link to his channel there. But just making sure that we're aware of it. Other than that, only really one question came out of Discord this week. And that Ooh. is, on July 10th, Soul Seraph comes out. It seems to be a remake of Act Razor on the SNES. And is anyone planning on reviewing it? Soul Seraph. Interesting. Yes, I, I did see that. And it's, it's literally like a modern... Um, a modern act razor like it has the whole the whole overworld creation with like the god mode and then it's a side scroller as well oh that's cool yeah, it looks, really it looks really good that's interesting uh i'll have to look into that one yeah soul seraph july 10th soul seraph okay july 10th yeah i'll look into that we'll see i'm sure sean will probably is it what system what platforms are those on is that on it's on everything yeah it's on everything it's on everything okay you'll probably you'll probably be all over that sean I could see that. Yeah, I'll look into that too, though. How, what's the price on it? Um, I think four, it's $14.99. 15 bucks. Wow. 15 bucks. That's good. Yeah, it is on everything. Very cool. We'll check that out. Could be good. Uh, let me go through some of the super chats before we talk about uh, a certain game <clears throat> that Sean did a review on. Uh, uh, Miguel says, Hi. Hi, Miguel. Irvin Mendez says, uh, Joy Con Boys Forever. Um, Ionski YT says, uh, won't listen until Monday because it's 2 a.m. here, but seeing you're live, I wanted to pay something back to you guys. Love listening every week. Thanks, uh, Ionski. Jeff says, love the show as always. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, Joe says, I meant to ask this week's ago, but do you think the current lineup of games on Xbox Game Pass for PC is worth it? <laughs> um, that is a good question. Hmm. I would say, because it's still, I mean, I have the ult I have the ultimate right now, so that's $15 a month. So xbox and pc i would say yes because they have their first party lineup on there with gears and everything isn't bad but i think it's gonna be more or less when does like halo and stuff show up but i would say yeah i, I just think game pass in general is a great value for the money um avidon says sure. uh <laughs> avidon says uh no tang hate he's got you back there sean thank you this man, Avadon, don't get me started <laughs> on this. This dude don't even drink Tang. He drinks water all day. Don't stop, Avadon. But he could drink Tang. But he doesn't because he's he such a good example for his children. <laughs> uh, da David says, uh, who sometimes uses a fight stick? Uh, that'd be Evan, right, Evan? I Technically. You're just using it for Samurai Showdown. Yeah, I use a mix box. It's right. a little less stick, a little more keyboard. <laughs> Oh, that's right, because it has the WASD, right? Yeah, well, yeah. keys, WASD, whatever. It's, yeah, okay. okay. They just cool. released a new one that I'm actually thinking of getting, because it's uh, ergonomic. It actually has it angled in that I told still them to w do when they sent this to me. <laughs> still still WASD and everything? Uh, yeah, for the most okay, part. Cool. Uh, Retro Video Game Pickup says, great channel, keep it up. Thank you, uh, Retro Video Game Pickups. Uh, Joe says, if it makes the Bloodstained situation any better, Super Neptunia RPG on Switch is loaded with technical issues, too. Interested. Wait, Super that made it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, JTT says, "What would make slash break Astral? I guess Astral Chain. Hashtag RGT needs Pro Controller. You're gonna have like a, eventually have a 
uh, just you're just gonna be trending on Twitter at some point. I'm gonna have like a room of pro controllers. Good, so, you can send me one. What would JT? <laughs> what would make slash break Astro? I'll say what would break Astro are technical issues or performance issues. I think that's what would break it. Um, what would make it? Honestly, it, it's. I guess I would say at this point, length of the game. How long is it? How long is the game? Because it already looks good. Everything we've seen. But is it a 10 hour game? Is it a five hour game? It's a 15 hour game. That's kind of what I'm thinking at this point, because I think what we've seen gameplay wise, it looks great. Yeah, so um, that's that's kind of the way I'm seeing. I don't know if uh, uh, OJ, you had any other thoughts? You've been on Astro Train pretty seriously now. I trained, yeah, man. I've been covering it for a while now. Um, I just want to get a private demo, but that's it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I think really what would what would break it is if it had, let's just say, like uh, Bayonetta PS3 type of situation, you know. Oh, yeah, that would break it. So control problems, input problems, frame tracing problems. It just doesn't feel good to play because we we know about how Bayonetta felt on the 360 and how the game is supposed to play. We know about Platinum games. They have a feel to their games, and Bayonetta on the PS3 did not feel like a Platinum games title. So if it was like that, that's what would break it. What would uh, make it basically make it even more it would be like length of the campaign and extra content. So if yeah. we got, you know, 15-hour campaign somewhere in that range, that's that's good. You want something in there. Um, and if there was like extra modes replay, like let's say like, palace, something like that, that would like assure it, which it does seem like it does have something like that. Replayability uh, going through it a couple times. Oh, yeah. yeah, like replayability, different, maybe even like alternate um things that you unlock afterwards, bayonetta games and like that. They always yeah, have like new game plus mode. Exactly. Oh, okay. New game plus mode, the harder difficulties, things like that. So that that's all the stuff that would make it like a just like just like it was made for Bayonetta or like uh, you know, near or games like that uh rob glass says uh thank you for addressing mental health so important to talk about you got it rob and then christian with uh a dollar no message thank you, christian so we're going to talk about a few other games i think some other people are playing i know nate's always got some weird game he's been playing but i've been playing crash team racing <laughs> okay and i like crash team racing i don't care who knows it but <laughs> but sean does not like crash team racing what? I, you're right. I don't like it. I love it. It's honestly <laughs> the best game I've ever played. It's his turn right here. I had an absolute blast with it, and it is the quintessential kart racer. All, okay. all I know about Crash Team Racing, well, aside from enjoying it myself, is I played it with a girl this week who hasn't played Crash Team Racing on the PS1 in 20 years, and she beat the first two bosses with ease. Yep. Yep. And she didn't even like triple boost at any point because she couldn't really figure it out. She didn't remember how to do it. So, Sean... You just suck at the game. <laughs> I, that could yeah. be it. How, did, how be does it. she beat the first boss with no boost? That dude rubber banding his ass I on have, you. No joke. No cap. Like, you look, playing I'm, on easy mode? Yeah, I'm driving and I look behind me. There's nobody there. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the dub. I look behind me again. His ass is right next to me <laughs> on a straightaway. How? I have <laughs> I sat there watching. Like she lost the first time, and then the second time she kicked his ass. I'm sitting, I'm like, oh my like, I'm just triple boosting, and the guy's still passing me. I'm like, I had to hold on to a boost and shit. And she's oh, sitting there like she just like stayed right on his ass, and then she would get ahead of him, drop a bomb box, and then the kangaroo guy was like half a mile behind her, and she just cruising the victory. She beat him by seven seconds. Yeah, there were, there, were, there, were, there were a couple races. I recorded a few, Sean, where I beat the boss by six or seven seconds, too. I oh, did yeah. really well against Oxide, surprisingly. He was my easiest boss I took down. I think I was watching one of my buddies play it on Twitch, and he was talking to the chat and laughing the whole time while just dominating every map. Like, I don't it's, know. Once, once you... 
fully get like the yeah. the the boosting stuff it, it feels on that like sean like i get like it can be weird but if you like get it it's it's smooth and it just works and I, I've, I've had no problems with the game i i i forgot how short the adventure mode is if you're like not doing all like the, the collecting it's everything yeah. it, it, i beat it in an hour and a half without you know, that's not without getting all the time trial stuff and all the extras but, There's a level of map knowledge to it as well, because I was watching my friend do a bunch of weird mm -hmm. shortcut jumps, like cutting whole yeah, seconds, yeah. two seconds. She was seconds. doing that stuff too. She was doing the first yeah. course, and she jumped up, and she was like on the bridge that you see. Like yeah. she was doing the letters, she was collecting the letters. I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that. She's like, Yeah. I'm like, You haven't played <laughs> yeah. the game in 20 years. Yeah, there's this one. Uh, there's this one bend that you have to kind of go up a hill to get to, and my friend literally just like skid jumped into the air and went the whole way up and down the other side and cut like four seconds off his time. It's just is, not it, is it the boosting that that bothers you, Sean? Like trying to get that going? No, it's the it's the um, it's the rubber banding. I, I I can't I couldn't get over the rubber banding and the fact that like I was hitting like I showed it in the video. I literally hit an enemy with an item and they did like the little spin motion. And then they just kept driving, and I'm yeah, like, there's no, see, there's no, there's no acceleration right away. Like if you hit, it happens to you too. If you hit the yeah. gas at the right time, you'll just go too right away. Yeah, because I was noticing, I, I did it to other people, and they blasted, but they still kept going. But I got hit as well, and I lost no speed. Yeah, so it's weird. In, in a win-win case, you know, uh, it didn't bother me when I still kept my speed. You know, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> all right. You know what I noticed about this? I this game was this hard for i think a lot of people when it came out on the ps1 as well like i think it's the same difficulty like i, th um, I, think, I think people just got hit with the 90s out of nowhere and it like it kind of messed with people i think i think it's very similar uh the build that i played at pax east uh in the uh they had a, this the same build they had on the floor that i played in the uh Knox's like hotel setup hmm. um was that they had a problem they had a bug in the ai that put all their racers on extremely hard mode if it was if if there wasn't a full group of people playing so they had to on the show floor once they figured this out they're like okay we, we can only let people play if there's like eight at a time like we can't let there be one ai person because that ai person was gonna win every time it was, it was pretty funny and then Beanox like behind the scenes was like hey sorry for that we didn't we didn't mean it to be that tough but it was I think it's a pretty solid build the, yeah the drifting, problems, the drifting's but. different I feel like I have less control to like actually kind of direct my character when they're drifting compared to the PS one version. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if that was just me. Like when I go into a drift in the PS one version, you can kind of like rock back and forth and kind of, you know, literally go all over the place. But in this one, you kind of have a set path that you follow. Kind of you, you have that set path, but you kind of have to try and manipulate it with like extra pivots or something to get around certain curves because some of them are almost impossible you're always going to end up in the same spot every time there were a couple times where i was just hand breaking around a corner because i'm like, i'm not going to try to curve around i was going to hand break it uh yeah yeah you can turn pretty sharply as well in the game i didn't feel like you need to boost or drift all the time i feel like you can get around corners pretty pretty decently yeah i, I was having fun with it it's actually not a bad switch port either to be honest compared to everything else so uh 30 the game looks really nice 30 frames for all of them Usually you, you hear like other oh, switch got cut in half for frame right now. It's 30 frames for everything. Um, I don't know why they didn't go for 60. It was the original one was the one on the PlayStation one. Was that also 30? Might have been. Yeah, maybe they just I don't know if the game logic was tied to it or who knows. It, uh, it's you know, what it probably is. It's probably easier to do it that way just because you don't got to worry about anybody talking about, you know, which frame rate is this or that we can just get one frame rate. 
Mm. Everybody, everything's just the same. So I think it just made it easier that way. People can just buy that instead of saying, oh, well, now the Switch version is not going to do as well or whatever. We can just, and also, also I think it's budget too, because Pinox, you know, Actors yeah. won't be giving them any money for the stuff. Yeah. I, I, think they, I think that also was it too, but I also think they wanted to just have it, hey, there's no, like this platform performed, like it's way better than this one. Everything's 30, everything's solid. And Beanox just doesn't, probably doesn't make as much money. Yeah, that's true. I do wonder if they realize that like the Xbox One S, because they, they treat, you know, the Switch version separate anyway, because it's not like the S and the X, you know, on the same, plat- basically same platform online and everything. What if they thought, well, we can't get it to 60 on the Xbox One S, so we're just going to make it 30 across the board. Yeah. I was wondering that too, because it's weird to me that the enhanced consoles, the PS4 Pro and the X, don't have 60 frames per second modes, but then mm-hmm. it wouldn't be fair to compete online against, you know, people who are at 30 on the on the S or the regular PS4. Because yeah. so. the graphics are really good. They do look nice. They no, look the nice. Game, for... game looks great. You know, yes. they 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 had a lot of these character models from the uh, that they borrowed over. Um, uh, I'm forgetting. Yeah, but I'm trying. I'm forgetting the developers for a second. But yeah, but they borrowed it from them. Uh, like the the models Toys are already Bob? made. No, no, no. The Toshiro did Spyro. The uh, Starts with a V. I don't know why I'm vicarious vision. Vicarious, yeah. There we go. Um, they got extra models from them, but then there's also characters that they have to, f- for the first time and like forever, bring back and had to redo and and make new models for. And everything looked pretty pretty damn good. All right, very good. Yeah, I like CTR, Sean. I think you're done with it, right? You're just moved on. <laughs> <CTR. laughs> I mean, I may revisit it one day but I, you know <laughs> I, I don't think it's a bad game it's just maybe not a game for me spyro's coming to it though you've already he's already, he's already played spyro no, no he's talking about spyro's spyro coming to CTR. Oh, oh yeah playable character yeah. playable character maybe character. when spyro drops i'll uh is that free dlc i believe I don't know if they ever said it was free or not, Here but I, I would assume <laughs> Here I, I we assume, go. The thing I, assume is funny. An, I assume it's an update but if you I gotta mean, pay for I'll pay for Spyro. I mean, let's be let's be real. You see that pit stop, right? The, the <laughs> one they have. You see, like, there's time. There's like a timer that like switches stuff out. There's a different type of currency, like the gold or whatever. I mean, am I the only one that sees like Activision possibly oh, adding I, microtransactions to this thing? Oh, I know. Yeah, we, we. This is like smelling a mile away. Like, there's there's no hiding this. It's like, I feel like they have an inner out here. They could easily be like. And now that everyone's reviewed it and talked about it, all the free yep. DLCs out. Now you pay for things. Yeah, well, or they do with Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, or they're gonna get scared of that backlash and just be like, "Never mind, we had no intentions of touching this. Have a good day." There's the right. only two ways in or out. I don't know. I mean, Black Ops Four. They uh, everyone reviewed it. We all, were all we were all like, "This is really fun. This is a fun Call of Duty." And then what? A month later, our reviews look terrible because they dropped in a bunch of like microtransactions. Sean's already beat us to the punch. So when that does happen, he's already like, "See, I told you this game sucks. <laughs> I hate it." So <laughs> man. you're already I'm ahead of the, the trend, baby. <laughs> and then when they add the microtransactions, and you make a video, you're like, you know what? I was wrong about CTR. It's fantastic. Everything. <laughs> so what? Uh, what else we been playing? What else everyone been up to? Blood Sam- Samurai Showdown. Okay, let's do Samurai Showdown first, then we'll do Bloodstain. Mm-hmm. And when you think of Samurai Showdown, because you're the only person on Earth that played it, I enjoy it. There's <laughs> some, me- yeah, I enjoy it. There's some mechanics that are actually kind of weird. It'll be interesting to see it be played at Evo because I'm wondering how they'll be used. Wait, 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 wait. Did you? How did you play this game on PlayStation Four? Wait a minute. You had to. This game made you plug in your PS4. Yeah, I stood up, I pressed the button, it didn't come on, and I went, "Oh, wait, that's right," and I plugged it in. So. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what was that the first that was the first time you plugged in your ps4 since, since spider-man, spider-man right? yep interesting yeah, uh did you, you know it. did you play that you played that in 4k and everything then on the pro uh yeah 
Actually, so what, I think 1080 because it was passed through through the Elgato. Okay, so what do you what do you think of the of the Samurai Showdown? It's mechanically sharp. It's pretty good. Apparently, on release day or slightly before release day, it was going to come out at eight frames input lag, which is mm-hmm. worse than Smash by a little bit. Um, but someone talked about it and they went, "Oh crap!" And then they patched it to four on day one, which is amazing. Oh. Uh, the game plays great, and for anyone who maybe is thinking of getting it, apparently through July second, you can just go on either the Xbox or the PlayStation eShop and download the Game Pass for the first season, which is four extra characters, and Game they'll Pass? just be attached to your account. <laughs> Game Pass? <laughs> I heard Game Pass. <laughs> yeah. So it's like Game Pass? One dollar, three months? It's, what? It's their a season thing. You just get four extra characters. So if you find it in a bargain bin like a year from now and think of playing it, you'll at least have four free characters. Hmm. So it's uh, is it good for anyone who liked Old School Samurai Showdown then? It's pretty good. It has a lot more refined mechanics to it because uh, a lot of the times in the Old Samurai showdowns they didn't quite know where they wanted to go with it some had throwing some didn't some you had to do like some special things to get a heavy attack out some didn't even have that mm-hmm. some had some weird dodging mechanics they they very strictly refined all of that in the neutral game to be very offensive defensive like kind of counterplay there's a lot of options so that's kind of what the game is it's the neutral game it's someone trying to get into someone's head and see what they can do to land a hit at the right time to get some huge damage bonus off the counter I just don't. I I haven't seen anyone talk about the thing. Yeah, I I watched Maximilian dude play it. Uh, he was liking it a lot. I watched him play it too. Yeah, I was playing it online. It felt great. I uh, only had like one laggy match, which is weird because it's SNK doing the online. So it's you know it is chunky when it needs to be, but for the mm-hmm. most part, it was kind of. Sharp. Like I forgot. I think it's because they're they're doing this weird like tiered release time, right? It's on PS4 and Xbox right now, right? PS4, Xbox, and then we're seeing it on Switch and PC near the end of the year, supposedly, like fall or something. Okay. It's, yeah, it's super weird, especially if you consider it being a fighting game. I mean, fighting games are already niche, like 100%. They're just niche. Why would you kind of separate communities like this and then release it way later? And there's still the question of crossplay, whether yeah. or not uh, one system's going to be able to play with any of the others. So we're, we're still kind of looking at it, like what's mm-hmm. about to happen. Okay. Okay. Maybe we'll, uh, since you have it on the PS4, maybe when it also comes out on the Switch later on, and that means some of the DLC would have been out by then too, right? Yeah, I'm wondering if the DLC will just be attached to it. Like That's, that'll that's be... going to be the big question is, if it yeah. drops on PC and Switch, what do you guys get with it? Maybe that'll be something you, you look at then. When that comes out there, you have the PS4 and the Switch version to kind of look at in a video. Yeah. Go over. That's not a bad idea. Okay. Uh, Sean, you said you said Bloodstained, Sean. Mm. Tell me about Bloodstained, Sean. What's wrong? What's wrong, Sounds Sean? Sounds like a good game. What did I got, it, what the, I got the Switch version, man. Oh, dude, I, I what, Bloodstained's great, dude. I, play, I played it on PC. It's what great. did I tell you, Sean? What did I tell you? I tried to help you, man. And it's like, you know, I'm four hours, five hours in now, and yeah. it's like, I want to play more, but I don't want my experience hindered. So I, now, really wanted to, I really wanted to just blow your mind, Sean, and just like account share with you for the PS4 version, just so you could try it. Because, dude, it is like a whole other world on that. But thing. I can't play that in bed. I mean, you can. You have a TV in bed. Well, like, no, I got I got the room? N64 in the in the bedroom. Oh, you're good then. What? Just put the PS4 in there. That's the, uh, that's that's the only cool thing. Like when you play Bloodstained on Switch, it's like this would be so dope if it just ran good line down in bed because I was playing it. I'm like, why can't this be good? And then I freaking got up and went to my damn office here and played it on PC. Like, but man, man, I wish I, I wish it was. The core game is so great. Like it's yeah. exactly what I want. It's just the Switch version is is not a good port at all yes it's it's painfully bad like for me anyway because if you like you're saying you've seen it you've seen the promised land with this game on the pc right i've seen the promised land the in-between promised land on the xbox and the damn hell 
I've seen all three. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> man, if it was just like, if it was just there, that would be yeah. it, right? That'd be amazing. I actually, I actually played it on Xbox One X first. Um, mm. That's the, I, I went out there and bought it because my mind was still, so I just went out and got the game, played on Xbox One X. It plays smooth, but there are some areas where it's just like, oh, what, what's going on here? So here's like, the weird, here's the weird thing about this. I was playing on the PS4 and like, I think Wood said he got an update for the Xbox version. He was like, I can see potions and how much i can heal now because of that i was like that's been on the ps4 version since like day one i i wonder if all right so here's what i think may have happened i was telling you this sean i think they designed it with pc and ps4 in mind first yes and then they were like i guess we'll put on the xbox and then the wii u kind of went away while this in development and then the switch shows up and they're like well we got to put on the switch yeah uh, i think that's kind of how it went down because the ps4 version seemed further ahead than the others like oh no one. it it is there's a there's an exclusive glitch that i should have captured it but i didn't there's these boots called the squeaky boots the toy boots to and they make a squeaky sound anytime you walk and everything like spongebob and it, got, it, it got so <laughs> annoying i'm like let me take these dumb squeaky boots off but then the sound kept on playing no matter what i was wearing so I'm, just like, squeak, squeak, squeak. I'm just like oh so why yeah. is that even a feature that's so annoying there's just some there, and there's just some rooms like i go into the room and all of a sudden it turns into to wax thing ritual of the night it's just like the room just doesn't want to work on the xbox one x like it was one of the rooms there i was just like yo there's there's still some and like i said xbox one x there's still some issues there like is but i got the pc version i was like whatever let me just i got a coupon code i got it for like 20 something dollars so i was like whatever. that's not bad yeah, that's john good. someone said just to do the remote play to a playstation vita and then you're good. That's trash. Uh, <laughs> remote <laughs> play is garbage. Oh, no. That's remote <laughs> play. Is, that's worse than the Switch version doing that. <laughs> remote play is horrible. I got to be. That was a Vita right behind. I got to be. Remote play is bad. I'm telling you, Sean, sleep, It disconnects, too, by the way. <laughs> Sean, just get that TV up there with the PS4. I'm telling you. Well, uh, I'll count share, and you can see the promised land. I mean, I'm probably going to end up buying it probably this week or next week on xbox one or something or mm. ps4 i guess ps4 because that seems to be the yeah, the yeah. better est version if you're not getting on pc get a pc's the that's the that's the goat version of nah, i don't play pc i know i know <laughs> the computer sounds like it's just at the end yeah it's yeah it's, <laughs> it's not great but, i mean you yeah. have the option of putting a tv up there with the ps4 and tactically playing in bed then yeah yeah so i would i would get it there then it's um it's 60 frames though sean on the other on that so it's like super like smooth uh i mean you saw nate's comparison i guess oh yeah so um it was pretty it's pretty shocking although uh what did you think of it nate because you ran the entire you you're the one who ran the uh the, the yeah, famous I, I kind of destroyed the internet and everyone's hope for that game yeah you did you showed up and you were like the fun I mean, police has arrived <laughs> yeah I mean, that wasn't my it wasn't my intention i was i was playing on the switch i was like all right it's 30 frames a second like they said I'm on the boat. I was like, okay. And I see the PS4 footage. I was like, what the hell happened here? <laughs> because you had the, the, the water that was on the deck. Yeah, it was the water on the deck. It was like the rain effects were even dropped down on the Switch version. But like before I saw the PS4 version, I was just playing on a Switch. I was fine. I was like, okay, this is fine. There's nothing really inherently wrong with this version. It was once I saw the PS4 version, did the comparison. I was like, whoa, there's actually a significant difference between these two. But I mean, I'm playing Bloodstain in handheld mode. I'm enjoying it. The game, the core game is great. I can deal with the 30 frames a second. I can deal with the low resolution. So I'm still enjoying the game. Mm. It's just kind of like if you're going to play it on your TV, there are better options out there. And that's probably where you should be looking to like I the think, PS4, or the Xbox version. I think it actually, yeah, I think it actually works as a handheld game. Um, 
but then you're right. Once you dock it, it's uh, it, it looks it, they blow it up, right? So it, lo- it doesn't look as good. It's actually dynamic resolution on your TV, so it generally will go to a lower resolution when you play in your hand in handheld mode most times. Um, so it becomes pretty obvious. And you said, I think you said, Nate, if you didn't know that it existed on other platforms, you'd be able to get by. Yeah, if you didn't like, if you never saw the comparison or anything, and you just picked up the Switch version of Bloodstained and you were playing it in handheld mode. I think you'd be fine with the game. You'd still enjoy it because the core game is still good. <laughs> I disagree because I'm at the part that I'm at right now. It, it's um, when you're going outside of the um, castle, going up towards the twin dragons, it literally drops to single frame. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think, I think there's significant frame drops even on the other systems in some of these areas. Like people are saying, even on their Xbox, they were getting huge frame drops in late like later in the game at some place i'm gonna have to see uh because digital foundry is working on it now uh, digital foundry is sounding very positive about the switch version like he's saying all of this is overblown interesting okay that's the the crazy i i can't that's magic there there's (laughs) must there must be something wrong but then he also Hmm. said then he also said there's uh latency up to 150 milliseconds for your button presses like that, that seems that, like that seems I think that's, that seems like it's only played while docked with like a pro controller because it doesn't seem like that when you're oh, in handheld mode. The pro controller causing problems, <laughs> huh? Well, Bro, I play, play Bloodstain on my my uh, just to test out because I remember John you said something about that. Let me test it out on my TV out in the living room. I swear, it, you press a button and it takes three seconds for for, for Miriam to jump, man. It's enough to feel it, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, like I, a non-monitor uh, it, for even it, like if you're playing a non portable like to play it like and docked dude it's got to be a monitor unless it's it's i i, I just could not play it on my tv out really well i think so. again it's if you come from a different platform like you're playing on pc and then you go to the switch it is noticeable because of that um yeah 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 so yeah like i i'm just playing in handheld mode i mean i beat the first boss with no issue i beat zangetsu without issue so like if i'm not going to say there's no input lag there i mean it does feel like there's a little disconnect, but I've adjusted to it. I I, I really want to see for that. I'll be honest. I want to see how the twin dragon boss fight works on the switch. I want to see how that goes. Did, did you fight them yet, Sean? No, because I got to, as I'm encountering single frames per second, it's like I could be spending my time doing something else. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Playing something I, else. I would, I would be curious. Actually, you know what? It wouldn't, it doesn't take as long, Sean, to get to that point now that you've, played and you know where to go honestly yeah. you can get back to that point in like two hours if you started up on another system oh yeah i'm sure uh, yeah. but i i restarted mine because i put on xbox for a few hours i just restarted on pc and you know what to do so you just boom just yeah, get I, mean, in. I have a general idea of where the stuff i need is yeah mm. i'd be i'd be curious how that twin dragon w- would pop up on the switch and how that would do with that um but uh yeah hopefully they they say they're gonna fix it so they they're the gonna fix of- input lag they're gonna fix fix some of the optimization yeah. they didn't say anything about like visuals so i don't know if they're going to change yeah i think i don't think they're going to change the visuals much i think what it is is what it is at this point um and uh they'll i hopefully fix the frame rate for some port uh portions and everything yeah it seems like way forward is going to be doing a lot of the patch work for it yeah so we'll see smaller patches too so it'll, they'll come out faster it'll just be more to download and go through um, as long as they don't release another patch that breaks the whole game like they did before, that'll be good. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, what's oh, I, uh? Oh, go I, ahead, go I, ahead, OJ. I also played Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yeah, you went. <gasps> okay, so you went to game. Nintendo. Yeah. You went to Nintendo to play that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to. They invited like me. Break in. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> <laughs> y'all got Fire Emblem, motherfuckers. Let me play it. 
Yeah, they, they were on the 24th floor. So I literally Spider-Man, you know, like yeah. I literally just Spider-Man up there and like just broken through the side window. Oh, they have that game like hidden up on the 24th floor, man. 24th floor. It felt like I was in the most Los Angeles part of Los Angeles, by the way, too, guys. <laughs> like people living on top of like like businesses and stuff. Like, yeah, I like, crammed into those tiny little apartments. Yeah, like how many right segues were you just swatting aside to get to <laughs> electric mopeds and stuff like the ones that you can borrow and all that? Yeah, it was like the, the security guards telling you, oh, here's how you get here. Here's how you get here. Yeah, it was like the most Los Angeles part of Los Angeles. But anyway, um, yeah, I went there 24th floor. Uh, they invited me there to play a special demo, which not, not many people from what I understand, a lot of people didn't go there to play it. Um, but yeah, I got to play. Literally, it was like the full game. It seemed like the full game. And, you know, one of the treehouse reps was there along with the Golan PR team. So that's really where in Los Angeles they have the Golan who does their PR. Mm -hmm. um, and my PR rep reached out to me so I can go play the game. But the treehouse rep there, she was visiting from obviously from Seattle or whatever. Uh, Chico, you guys might remember her from the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, like E3 stuff that she did. Mm -hmm. um, so at first she played the game for she played the game for about 40 minutes or so. Um, explaining to me a lot of different stuff, and I was able to capture all the footage. Shout outs to John, the capture card that you told me recommended oh, me to that get. One work, that one work out worked okay, like a dream, dude. And it was great. Um, it was great. Um, so yeah, uh, played it, and then or she was playing it. She explained it to me, explained a lot of different mechanics. So I've been doing some content on my channel about that. And then at the very end, once the battle started up, she let me play the game. And everything about the game so far, um, I love. I love the monastery stuff. I love the the aspects of the teaching. All of that. It's really cool. It really brings a different type of flavor to um, to Fire Emblem because before the games didn't feel like an RPG. It felt like it was its own thing. It's a strategy RPG, but it didn't feel like an RPG like Lost Odyssey or other types of RPGs where you actually get to do more things outside like the My Castle stuff. This one actually feels like a completely rounded out experience with the whole monastery with the different three paths. She let me know that it's not just different perspectives. That was the biggest thing that people were worried about. Is it just like different perspectives like fates and all that? It's not that. It's actually three separate different storylines that can happen, different cutscenes and all of that. So that was great. Uh, she explained to me a lot of the features of the game, what you're going to be able to do. Uh, the battles are definitely more intense. The animations are great. Really the only thing that I had an issue with or that it's like the ground textures necessarily aren't the best, but the animations and the actual like models look great. Uh, the gameplay is smooth. It, it really just, like, as soon as you start playing it, man, it clicks. Like, especially if you're a Fire Emblem fan, it just clicks. It feels great to play. And there's a lot of different abilities that you can get, like, with the combat arts. It gets real in-depth, but new get, uh, like newcomers can play the game, too. Like, you can put it on easy or, class or casual or whatever and play. But, yeah, man, I had a ton of fun playing. I was able to capture some footage. Got some uh, content on the channel, too, if you guys want to check it out. I got some more exclusive content coming, too, as well, in terms of uh, footage. It seems like that would be out. The game seems so large. It'd be hard to really, like, take everything in. And how, how long was your session there? Like, you said, like, an hour or so? About an hour, yeah. we we uh, About an hour session. I got to play for about 15 minutes. Um, hmm. So That'd be yeah, tough, man. That'd be tough to, like, take all that in in, like, an hour. That's a big oh, game. Yeah, I was. I should have brought some notes, like, to write down. But, I mean, thankfully, I remembered most of the stuff. But I should have probably wrote some stuff down. But, yeah, um, I went through the footage again. I remember what she was saying after I saw the footage. Mm. And, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice game. The monastery looks great. It's just the on-field, like, some of the textures on the ground. Eh, not, not the best. Models look great, though. Uh, but the monastery looks so good um, and all the different stuff that you can do. So I'm excited for it. They're getting ready for the, the marketing and everything. I'm a huge, obviously, huge Fire Emblem fan. Um, I've played all the games, beat most of them. Um, so, yeah, it, it was great to play. But the thing that I like the most about the game is, like, they added the, some of these beasts on the map. 
that have like the second of those shadows die twice type of deal. They have like multiple health bars. It's like, have like three different health bars on these divine beasts that you have to fight and they're pretty tough. So it was cool to also play that and like the uh, the, the battle, uh, battalions or battalions or whatever that you have like that are around you. Uh, you can customize those. So each, it feels like more of a large scale battle than just like eight people on a map fighting against each other. It actually feels like a war is going on at times because of all the different people that are on the map. So that was great too. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, and then, uh, what about what about Nate? What's what weird game do you have for us today? Oh, what have I been playing this week? That's weird. Let's see. Devil May Cry, but that's not weird. Sean played that too, right, Sean? Yep. I mean, I it's it looked like Devil May Cry. I don't know. Yeah, it's the HD version of Devil May Cry, even with all the glitches and missing content. So Devil May Cry two about to be announced for twenty bucks as well. Yeah, no right. one, no one would buy Devil May Cry two if it was free. So <laughs> they should just—they need to announce three. See, three is one that I would actually buy for like twenty bucks. I, I love—I actually like that Devil May Cry a lot. So three will probably come over in time. Let's yeah. see. I have been playing one game, but it's under embargo to the eleventh, so I can't give impressions. But I think I can say the name. What's the say name? Say it. Blazing Chrome. Now this game. I can't say what I think of it. Damn. <laughs> you want to, too, man. It's you really a want contra to. metal slug type of thing. Let me look this up. Lazy oh, yeah, so. that's the um, the 16-bit looking game. Yeah. Yeah, and that game looks badass. Official gameplay trailer. It does look badass. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Yeah, it looks like a Super Nintendo game. Yes. Interesting. Is it, co- is it co-op multiplayer? I see two uh, people on screen here. I don't know. I've only been playing on my own. Oh, uh, okay. You just had someone. You just had that girl over, and you guys were playing CTR, not this. Yeah, seriously. You want to play CTR? Actually, it looks kind of. It it looks like almost like they're trying to do like a mode seven look here. That's kind of cool. Uh, that's neat. Interesting. That, you said that's the eleventh. Yes. Okay. Cool. Cool. We'll we'll check back with you on that one. I'm curious about that. Um. What what other weird games you been playing? Anything else weird? Um. Nate, you always show up here with these weird games. You're, you you really don't have anything this time. I am playing a weird, weird ass game. I don't even want to bring it up. It's so... <laughs> well, now you got to. Oh God, <laughs> I weird. I got sent a review copy of the Senren Kagura Peach <laughs> Ball. It's a pinball game, and the girls yes. are on the table as like they're half. They have like fur on them, and to take it off, like their transformation of becoming a dog or a cat. You hit them with pinballs and you go into sexy mode and you slap her ass with the pinball paddles and <laughs> somehow that reverses the effect and it's something. It's something. I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the hell is this? This is what happens. I mean, you talked for, I think, a whole, a good chunk of an episode about another etchy game you were playing and now you're just going to just get them all over. It's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're the perv is. game guy. That's what you need to be. That's the new channel name. <laughs> the perv I mean, game guy. Direct perv gaming. <laughs> you're slapping her ass and then the next girl, you're hitting her boobs with the paddles and then it's like, yeah, <laughs> now you've reversed the effect and she's happy and then you're spraying her with a water gun. I'm like, I don't. Can't I just play a pinball game? No, this is AAA gaming at its finest, my friend. <laughs> it, it does have good HD rumble. Uh, I hope so. It better. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about uh, what about Jordan? What's Jordan been playing? Uh, literally, since we got back, I've been doing a lot of work, so I've only had time for CTR a, okay. a bit. And then, like I said last night, I, I played for like an hour or two of uh, Mario Maker. Okay. So no, nothing crazy, nothing weird, no, no weird, uh, no Segrin Kagra games, unfortunately. But 
Maybe another time. It was the it, all of a sudden it just it showed up in the mail. I'm like, oh sweet, someone Wait, sent they me mailed it. Mailed it, 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 it what the hell is this? Wow, is the envelope a little bit moist. <laughs> they, they actually mailed it to you. Wow. And, and it comes with an instruction book. I was like, wow, this is like the one game that came with an instruction book. They went all out. And I'm pretty sure there was like a wet nap behind it. So oh, man. I just, <laughs> I, I, that's just, I don't think I can play it after I play it for like the 15 minutes. I was just hey, like, I can't play this game. I'm still waiting for my, my panty game to ship. The oh, that, that, that Japanese game. I've, panty party, right? Panty party. That's the one. I remember it. it. Yeah, I didn't buy that shit. That, uh, you probably you buy that game, dude. I feel like they put you on a list or some shit. <laughs> well, guess I can't fly anymore. Uh, I had to get that collector's edition from Sean. Got the, Sean got the Power Rangers uh, limited edition thing, limited run. Yeah, game somebody thing. said in the chat that like there's an issue with um, the uh, DLC, like all the DLC isn't going to be included or something. And what the Power Rangers thing? And yeah. the limited run one. Weird. That's like ninety dollars, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, it's okay because I already have the digital version, and I mean, I'm not going to open the game itself. I just want to have it, but I will open the collectible aspect of it. But yeah, I thought that was weird. Uh, let me get through some of these uh, super chats real quick. Uh, I am awake. Five says, "Which spawn wave ever consider guest editorials talking about problems in the game industry?" I haven't really thought about that at all. I mean, guest editorials. I really thought too much about that. Sean, Sean would probably do that though. You just, you just, you just hand him a topic and he'll rant for a bit for you. Yeah. Uh, gold pop tart, a dollar. Uh, Tasha Ranico says, what if they remade Mario RPG like secret of mana? And when they show Gino's woods link shows up and Gino is announced for smash. How many, how many characters? We have two characters left for smash, right? Don't hold your breath. That sounds wild. <laughs> you so so Gino's in Smash and is right. Mario RPG. It brings up it brings up a question of <laughs> who, who like, that just sounds wild. Who are the I mean who are the last who would last two characters in Smash be? Obviously Master Chief and Steve. Because people on. are talking about Gino, right? <laughs> Master Chief and Steve. I keep seeing Gino get thrown around, but like right. who's really left outside of like something crazy like uh Sora from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, but at the end Almost. of the day, we, we've heard hundreds of things, like uh, Ryu from um, not Street Fighter, but hey, from Ninja yeah, Gaiden. Yeah. So like, we've heard great ideas. It's just what are they actually going to? I think he he could be somebody because Koei Tecmo and Nintendo have a great relationship, and Ryu Hayabusa has a long history with Nintendo, yeah. Nintendo systems. So it even some exclusive, be. even some exclusive stuff too. By the way, like Dragon Sword on the on the DS. Yeah, yeah, that's that was true. such a weird game. It but was. I mean, like, I mean, like, I feel like the only other one that I see that like I think. People will say that blow their minds is either what I guess Sora Goku obviously can't be in I guess from what Sakurai said but so is Sora like the last mind blowing one left? It's fine. Geralt will be in. It's good. Oh god, he's just throwing everything at this point. <laughs> hey, remember the Witcher three? <laughs> I guess Master Chief is the other mind blowing one. I don't know if they would do another Microsoft like crossover. I think. But I mean, Banjo, I mean Banjo is known as. I mean, people still know Banjo is like. Nintendo I mean, technically, character. but I think like that's that was their agreement. Like, all right, we're gonna do one. Let's do Banjo. Um, if they hey, Massachusetts, whatever, you know, if they throw them in there, whatever. I don't think they're gonna go more than one Microsoft ish, you know, right. choice. Nah. Sora would be cool. That'd be interesting. I think um, they should do Beautiful Joe. Oh, that'd be that'd be a good, that'd be a good be, one. That'd be awesome, actually. That You'd have to make a beautiful Joe game to go along. Oh, it was fun in Tatsunoko versus Capcom on the way. Yeah. That doesn't count. Let's get another <laughs> one of those. I love uh, Tatsunaku versus Tatsunaku versus Capcom was cool, but I didn't give a fuck about the Tatsunaku people. 
Oh, oh dude, Peckham and Blade was amazing. So was Kashern. I mean, I just didn't have any. I didn't know who they were, so I was like, "Oh, these are random people." <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Crash, man. Crash Bandicoot. That's funny. Uh, it's gonna be interesting to see the last two characters. I don't know. I'm curious what they'll do to blow people's minds because the, the last one has to be mind blowing, right? Like that Chrono. last one. Crash oh, Bandicoot. Be good. Chrono. Be good. Who was the last character announced for the Wii U Smash? Uh, it was Bayo, no, it wasn't Bayo, right? Was it Bayonetta? No, I think it was Bayo Bay was the last one, from what I remember. Was that considered mind blowing at the time? Yeah, well, because she go. won the ballot. Well, she won the ballot though. So uh, I okay. So, I mean, if we want to go full mind blowing, it could just be Sakurai in game. <laughs> <laughs> Sold. Sold. Yeah, Bayo. Okay, yeah. I'm yeah, trying to. I, I was just trying to think of what the like the the because the last one I assume has to be like you have to go out on a high note. So yeah, I don't know if Ryu Hayabusa is that high of a note. No, that's why I was thinking. <laughs> that's why I was thinking you go out on like a Chrono or a Sora or something like that. Yeah, yeah. but those one. I mean, Chrono is not that big of a deal outside of Shut like the RPG damage. Like you already Shut got like, the Dragon. Damn. I ain't trying to hear you right now, and I don't ever tell you to shut up. But I ain't trying to hear whatever you're about to say. I, I love Chrono Trigger, but I mean, it, it's kind of like, I mean, for the amount of people that are gonna be like, "Oh, cool," and ninety percent of the Smash base is gonna be like, "Ooh." <laughs> I mean, no. but I, I think Sora is like. I mean, we just had Kingdom Hearts three. It's like you can get away. That would that would probably be the big one you end with, I think. But Chrono would be the cool like uh, one before though. So. I don't know. Chrono's more popular than well, Sephiroth. Interesting. At one point, Chrono was more popular than Bayo. I mean, in their height of their games, Chrono was more popular yeah, than Bayo. 22 years ago. <laughs> I know. I know. Damn it. You just remind me how old I am. Shut up, Nate. <laughs> uh, uh, Jason, uh, no message. A dollar. Thanks, Jason. Uh, Eric says, Hey, John, one of the two original Duke controllers I got at Too Many Games is a bad start button. Would you be interested in fixing it on a tech wave and keep it for yourself? Uh, maybe. I mean, the, t the Duke controllers, I think I don't think they're that hard to get anymore, but they uh, to find an original one is a little tough if it's in good condition. I might look into that. I might talk to you about that, Eric. We'll see. Um, start buttons actually aren't too bad to fix. Honestly, it might just be dirty like inside. Like, you might be able to clean it. And then put it back together. It might work after that because the contacts can become like corroded or Q-tip and alcohol. Just go ham. Yeah, you might be able to open it up and just honestly clean it and put it back together. It might work after that. Oh, uh, I bought a new Nintendo sixty-four today. I totally forgot. What? I bought a Jungle Green. When you say no, how wrapped well, not, was it, or is it not new? But new, new for me. It's oh, like yeah. I bought oh, okay. a new one. It's not new, but it's in great condition. It's uh, for a certain video uh, coming up. What for a certain device. About? What device? There's a, there's a certain device that's out there in the wild that we're talking about. We'll actually talk about that for a second, actually. <laughs> so I had to get. I was trying to get a, the Pikachu N64, uh, but then the homie Rax got one, and I can't find one for any good pricing. And Dude, I, uh, there so was I'm being, yeah, we I, there was one there. But like, I'm holding off. It's like you know what my my goal is to get it in the box, and mm -hmm. that's trending at four to five hundred online. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep waiting it out. I don't want to just buy one out of box for two hundred and then get a better deal in the future. I'm just gonna wait. There was one at too many games for three twenty. The in Pikachu box. one yep, for three twenty. Was it was it an American one or was it the Japanese? You one? Had a Japanese one for two seventy five, then an American yeah. one for three twenty. Okay. In box, the I already the spent enough money cool, in too many games. Yes, but, I would agree. <laughs> but but I'll be on the lookout. For uh, I got the cool green one and I'm happy about it. Nice, nice. Uh, Jonathan Reed said, "Oh, is that the expansion pack?" 
Yes. All right, you're good then. Uh, Jonathan Reed says, I love the channel. Thanks, uh, Jonathan Reed. Uh, Loco Tony says, Nate's avatar is scary. Good. I thought That's you were supposed to change it every week. Yeah, well, you got lazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was it was better when he actually turned his camera on he looked like he was part of the matrix that was like the best part um, yeah that was good uh alcatraz says game pass pc is worth it as a loophole for metro exodus on pc from the epic store i hope it's the same for the outer worlds yeah evan you saw that right yeah we were we were talking about that i think last week or yeah, two weeks I, you, were, you were like i might just get game pass so i can play metro exodus <laughs> on uh on pc uh it's interesting that Epic doesn't care as much about Microsoft. Uh, it's mostly all about Valve and Steam. Hmm. Uh, Tifa says, has anyone tried the new free open? That's not, that wasn't Tifa's name. I believe the name was longer. Why don't you, why don't you go ahead and read it, Sean? <laughs> I, I don't remember what it was. Go ahead and read it, Sean. I don't remember what it was. I want, I want to see Sean read it. Go ahead, Sean. Put, put, it, put it in the chat. Put it in the chat. Okay, I will. I'll get it for you. Hold on. This is one that Sean, I think we had a kick out of reading anyway. The Avatar makes it too. Let me see. Here we go. There you go, Sean. Uh, Tifa's vintage titties says. <laughs> Has anyone tried the new free uh, open bar beat em up Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Rescue Palooza? Oh, that's the free game that got released. I actually have that download. I got to play that. Uh, looks similar to the NES and SNES Turtles beat em ups games. Have, have you guys seen anything about that yet? No. Nah. I got. I saw the shared online. It was on Twitter, I think, and it is a free uh, beat 'em up style Ninja Turtles game. Uh, I did see that. Um, Mad Little Pixel did a video on it. It looked pretty cool. Yeah, I downloaded it. I think last week, and I haven't had a chance to play it, but I do want to check that out because it sounds really fun. Um, so I'll I'll check that out at some point just to see what it is. Uh, but the screenshots look cool. So and it's free. So why not? Uh, Wishbone says uh, 2020 or 2021 for the Super Switch. Well, actually. Talk a bit about that wishbone uh, in a little bit here. That's one of the topics we're going to go into. Uh, Mr. Mike, 1995, no message with a dollar. Thanks, Mr. Mike. And then uh, uh, Squid, Squint Atlanta, uh, no message with a dollar. Thank you. So uh, you just talked about your N64, Jordan. I did. Why did you Why did you buy that Nintendo 64? What, what device? Oh, so I... You know, I have this problem, right? I have all these HD TVs lying around, and I'm like, you know, I just want to play my N64, but I don't want to hook up component cables and all this. Stuff. That's not fun. You know what? You know what I want? I want a way that I could plug it in with an HDMI. But there's no. Oh wait, there is a device. I think right. There's a device coming out for that. Is, is <laughs> coming this true? Soon. Is it end coming of, soon? It's like end of July, right? It's like July 19th or something like that. The 22nd. No, yeah, it's tw 20. 22nd. Okay. Yeah. So Tommy is over at Eon who developed the GameCube, right? The GameCube adapter. Yeah, that thing awesome, the... by the way. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they, they stopped by too many games. Um, they're actually some some good friends, and this was this is dope uh, that they, they're talking about this. And they announced it last... Was it last... Was it this past Wednesday, it right? Days, it was a couple days ago, yeah. 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 So, uh, very, very excited. Uh, this is really cool. N64 is probably my favorite console. And uh, to play it in HD is going to be great. It's going to gonna... be interesting to have that on the back. Like it's just this little, it's just like this little adapter you plug in and it goes HDMI. Yeah. Uh, okay, Sean, where are you going, Sean? Nope, don't. He's going to. He's going to get more time. Don't, don't break show, embargo, Sean. Don't do it. <laughs> Wait, no, actually, I think he can show it. He just can't show it on. Sean has the device. Uh, I think I'm getting it this week coming up. Yeah. Uh, 
Sean has it. He's probably he's probably okay. Sean, go ahead. Yeah. So this is it, and that's all I can really say about it. <laughs> but this is what it looks like. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> several several uh, people on YouTube and everything are going to be reviewing this thing, from what I can tell. Uh, they're all they're all uh, getting sent out. I think, like I said, I think mine's coming in this week. Um, and I wanted to pair it against the Ultra HDMI that I spent all that time soldering in to see how it does against that. Um, but it's interesting because it has to come out of the that port, and that port it's going to use S video. Yes, that's what it's using. Well, they said that in the um, yeah in the it, press release. Yeah, so it, it's using S video, which is something I was like unsure of at that time. I was like, eh, okay, uh, but uh people i mean it looks uh, from the video they showed it looked it looked good it looked brighter it looked a little clearer and then they have that smoothing button was a slick mode or something that that yep. seems to uh side here Ooh, the slick button it seems to uh kind of smooth out some of the sharp like jagged edges uh i'm gonna be doing my video covering all the pokemon games on the nintendo 64 um uh, so i'm very excited for that that's why i wanted the pikachu n64 but you know Time, this this is hard. why the N64 is in my bedroom currently. Because mm. I'm but, playing Star Wars Shadows of the Empire. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, as a kid, I never knew. Like, I don't know if I was just an idiot or I didn't like first-person games. But playing that game in first-person mode is so much better. So yeah, much better. Person, yeah, by far the third-person. Yeah, I would agree. Um, Did you but, say third or first? It third per I, I like first person more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like first yeah. person is like legit. Like you can yeah, actually play the game. They have these weird platforming sections in that game, and it's even worse third person. I remember like jumping between the two the little tra- the train thing. Yeah, oh, gosh, the train. I thing. just I just finished that the other night. Oh man, I haven't played that game in so long too. But I just it's remember fun. getting annoyed at it like forever ago. <laughs> and man, those first um, those first person shooters during the sixty four age did not age well. <laughs> no, God no. <laughs> but Pod Racer. Play Pod Racer. I, like I do it. have it. Yeah, that one looks really good on the Ultra HDMI because it has a higher resolution mode for the expansion pack. Yeah, expansion pack games are int- fuck man. There's so much I want to say, but I can't say, <laughs> I can't say anything. Uh, I don't have it yet myself, but Video uh, games. yeah, it's but in and, the mail. as soon as it arrives at my door, I cannot say anything about any of this anymore. So <laughs> I'm taking advantage of while I can now. Uh, but <laughs> the price is hundred and fifty dollars. People are, that's going to be, I think, a harder sell than they realize with some of that for some people. Uh, I think some people are uh, a little put off by that, to be honest. Um, yeah, you can get an N64 itself for a lot, a lot cheaper yeah, than, than the cost yeah. of that device. I mean, it's I, for some reason the GameCube was, was the reason the GameCube one was okay for a lot of people is because the component cables cost more than that usually. Mm hmm. So it was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But like the 64 hasn't really had an option like this outside of the old shit, which by the way, the old shit HDMI is, is very expensive. It was $150 and I still had to do all the work. I think to get a 64 with it already installed, it's $400 plus. Like it's, yeah, yeah, it's like four, 450. Um, okay, so maybe the 115 is so bad. Then. That, when you start comparing it around, yes. Yeah. I, I, I expect the Ultra HDMI to have a better picture because it's literally pulling directly from the chip. Like I soldered like 30 something, uh, you know, pieces to the actual chips. Uh, but this one's much more plug and play and it can leave your 64 and then go to your friend's 64 or something. Whereas the Ultra HDMI is like, it's like set in stone. It's not leaving that 64. Um, so 
it's uh and this uses a full hdmi whereas the ultra hdmi uses like one of those minis the mini hdmi thing so you gotta like adapt it or whatever you can also use m cables oh okay cool okay very cool um so it's uh it's gonna be interesting i think if it matches up close enough i think it'll uh i think it'll be worth it so it's just gonna come down to how it matches up against that ultra hdmi though but excited excited to check it out myself uh and then you'll see a ton of videos pop up at some point around release day i'll say that yeah i'm like everybody so you'll see all kinds of different takes on it um but i don't know how many people have ultra hdmis i think metal jesus has one you uh, mad, mad little pixel has one and that's it as far as i know mm, okay okay interesting uh yeah so that'll be that'll be fun uh switch mini switch pro switch revision more switch systems uh we had this during their investor they had their gathering the shareholders right where they actually brought them all in and there were all these questions asked and everything and it was there was a uh it was transcribed and translated online uh i saw japanese nintendo i believe had it and when asked about switch revisions from investors and shareholders and everything because of course they're curious because if they do release a cheaper switch unit investors are going to be very excited about that because that means more sales and it leads to more game sales and you know fees and all the stuff they get charged third parties and all that all that so uh this is what they said when they were asked we acknowledge that there have been reports about this answering to rumors and speculations would end up stealing surprises from our customers and also be unprofitable to all of our shareholders so we have no answer to that. As a general theory, we are always performing uh, development of new hardware. Now, I read that, and that was one of the most obvious. <laughs> like, we can't we can't actually announce this yet, guys. Stop asking us these questions uh, kind of thing. Because obviously, shareholders and everything are, uh, you know, impatient. They want to know now. You know, now, now, now. Whereas Nintendo, probably already in their mind right this second, knows exactly which day they're going to announce this thing um and when they say stealing surprises from our customers would be unprofitable to all of our shareholders they just they don't want to announce it until i think like four weeks out from release like i think they want to get that close i think they want to get like a month out within the same month that's what i would think i think it's definitely within the same uh fiscal quarter i think definitely like they're gonna announce it in that fiscal quarter and then it's gonna release that fiscal quarter so they're not missing any sales for reports same day uh, drop they announce it and it's available today. <laughs> Dude, that would be a drop of the mini that, just out of nowhere <laughs> i worked for the sega saturn didn't it yeah wait what <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh what's i mean this is like one of the worst like they could have just said which they did before remember they said there would be no revisions at e3 and there were no revisions at e3 they did not say that here they, they could have just been like nah no revisions we're or they could have been like we have nothing to comment at this time like we're, we're gonna we don't want to ruin surprises it's like what the fuck i i think they he, they probably just really right there wanted to tell him they'd be like yep switch many coming you know fall like really wanted to tell him but we're like all right we're two months out we can't do it yet i'm surprised he said as much as he did i like, know me too i thought he was like we have no comment on that at this time like he yeah yeah he's probably like smiling while he's saying that he just wanted to say it so badly you know but you gotta um, like they're investors so i mean you gotta like say like you can't you can't continue to give them the cold shoulder like because that'd be two times in a row now you know well it's also like, being reported by major publications that they these kind of people actually listen to like you know big time investors shareholders they're mm -hmm. listening to the wall street journal they're listening to bloomberg you know and uh, uh they have multiple reports wall street journals reported on these things like 
four times now this year alone. So yeah, um, you can't continue to just say the same thing every time. Like you, you gotta say at least maybe they they felt they they should say a little bit more because at this point, yeah, like you said, it's they want to announce it, but they probably just gotta wait. Oh, real quick, I mean, you're probably gonna get this, but when do you guys think John? When was your? You're probably gonna get to that, but when do you think it's gonna be like coming out? When are they dropping that thing? Like announcing it and then dropping it? Like just when is it gonna release? Just how about that? Just when when's the release? Like what area? September. I, I almost yeah. yeah, I guess September September's packed with software. It's the perfect time. You have Zelda. But when you, you want to get it out when you want to get it out like before all that stuff drops, so you make no. sure you have because you're gonna sell the initial stock anyway, and then you want to restock. I'm gonna have the restock for the holidays. Yeah, I want it out a few months before that, before Pokemon, before everything drops on the holidays. I want a couple of months. So you I don't wanna... think you think September, not August? August I'm, thinking, I'm thinking August. There's nothing I think you want to release it with something like Link's Awakening, mm. and that's going to drive some of those sales of people buying a mini or a pro and saying, oh, I'm going to get Witcher 3. I want that better performance. I'm going to buy the pro. Oh, I want Link's Awakening. I want to take it with me. On, Wait, you, you think know. you're going to do both at the same time? Or both this year? That's the big question. That's the question I, I think see you do both at the same time because that wow. way you don't piss yeah. off people by saying, oh, here's the mini, and then a month later you say, oh, well, here's the pro, and then people say, oh, shit, I wouldn't have bought the mini if I knew the pro was coming out two weeks later. Well, see, now I can't buy a pro controller because I got to buy the Switch Pro. <laughs> so you ruin it. it. <laughs> what if the Switch Pro comes with a pro controller? No, oh, come on. Let's not be silly. This is Nintendo we're talking about here. <laughs> we're lucky to get a, a charger anymore. All oh, right. yeah, it's a big deal if you get a charger, man. That too, yeah. Oh, got a charger. People lost their mind. <laughs> yeah, I like that dollar donation you just. Oh, uh, John shirtless for charity. When? Where? I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> figure that out. It's beautiful. To figure that out. One when day. and where? One day. One day. One day. Uh, yes. When? So, Nate, you think it's it's all at once? The, just the pro, yeah. mini. Here, it's all yeah, there. I think it's a full-on replacement of what we have. We completely get rid of the original current model switch, and it's replaced. That's replaced with the Pro, and then the affordable alternative is going to be the Mini. Interesting. What how, What do you feel the Pro will be priced at? The same three hundred that we have now. Yeah, three hundred dollars. I think the Mini comes in at one ninety nine, and you just kind of you do like a two fifty clearance sale to get rid of the current model. I think that one I think that mini is a bigger deal than the pro though. I know a lot of people want that pro because they want better performance, but that I think mini it, is gonna move at one Yeah, in terms of sales, the mini is gonna be the hit. But in terms of let's be honest, our YouTube channels, uh the pro is gonna be a lot more interesting. Yeah, well that's true. I think it's if, I think it's gonna be cool to see. Sorry, oh, Nate. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Nate. Go ahead. I was gonna say if the performance boost is notable. Oh yeah. What if it what if it's not it's like just an overclocked current switch and it's just, you know, a little better resolution, more stable frame rate, then you're then the pro's just gonna be like, Oh yeah, it's a good replacement. Cause now we're just getting like a little better performance. Mm. But ultimately, I mean the mini the mini is the sales driver. I think I think that mini is gonna be I don't think they're gonna have a fan in that mini. I think it's, it's gonna not. be I, I think it's gonna be passively cool. I mean, if you look at like the Nintendo 3DS, I mean, that's kind of what happened there. They had like the new Nintendo 3DS, right? That was pretty much the replacement for the regular 3DS. And then the 2DS was not necessarily the original 2DS wasn't the replacement, but the new Nintendo 2DS XL, that was pretty much, that's what everybody bought. Everybody just said, we're going to, that's, that's the most popular 3DS, you know, after that came out, that was just like, Hey, you don't, if you don't like 3D, who cares about 3D? It's a good size. It's, uh, it's cheap. 
So 100, $120, you can get that for like 120. Like that did Dude, really well. On, everyone go on Nintendo's refurbishment site and it's a hundred dollars and they do these things are like brand new coming from them yeah so so the mini might be the big i think the mini with the software that's coming out Dude, i is, got the pokeball one that's actually a, really cool for a hundred dollars um, yeah that's actually really cool but like the if you look at like pokemon coming out you look at like like you know they were saying like uh link's awakening all of these games like animal crossing next year you know and you know a lot of people they don't some people don't understand like you know with this pro versus mini type of stuff you know, and like why people would even want something smaller, but I think it's price. That's just the biggest thing here. Anybody who has kids, John, yeah. me, yeah. you know, like we all know, like oh, the mini. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you can get you can get two minis for four hundred dollars, two switch subs now would be six hundred. So you know, yeah, like, yeah, you know, and I think your son's getting old enough now where he's probably gonna want, you know, within the next little bit yeah. of time, he's gonna he's gonna want something of his own. You know, he's, and you're not gonna want to let him play yours at least so and with me, everything same, attached like if the joy cons aren't removable exactly. then there's nothing to lose or really exactly mess up too bad exactly and that's that's why i'm looking at it because i bought you know i bought two i bought a 2ds and i bought a, a new nintendo 2ds xl you know for my for my daughter so so yeah man i'm looking i'm looking at it for that why uh that reason for that but yeah. i, I want to pro for myself yeah because the yeah yeah the, the mini <laughs> if the mini was 200 and it came out this year it, i think it would a actually outsell the current switch now oh, or, oh yeah, yeah just because of the price um japan and, is gonna kill it in japan yes japan, japan is where it would go crazy and nintendo yeah. knows that and i i think they have it all lined up and no i don't think it i don't people ask this i don't think it's gonna be a direct I don't think any of that stuff. They're just going to drop it on Twitter. There'll be a press release. There'll be a trailer, and then I'll be it. It'll be like when we got the 2DS XL announced. Yep. That's what they do with most of their system revisions. They just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, that's it. This is going to be very quick. Uh, here's, you know, here's Switch Mini uh, coming out August or September, and $200, $199. Um, it's super easy to market if it if it looks good enough, and yeah, that'd be interesting. It is going to be the ultimate Vita successor then, so yeah <laughs> there you go and and because there won't be detachable joy cons there will be zero reason zero reason not to have a d-pad yeah, yeah that's true so we should get you forgot the nintendo factor though with that oh my gosh if they don't put a d-pad on this thing <laughs> when there's they'll, no reason not to they'll have a d-pad that'll drift that is, yeah. <laughs> that is gonna blow my mind if they put those four buttons on there on the left side that is they're gonna, they're gonna do it john now they oh john thinks that they're not we ain't gonna oh do it my right. God. and yeah. and the, the right stick for some people is in a weird awkward place depending on how larger you know your hand are is and everything they might move that stick around too for more better ergonomics so like there actually might be legitimate reasons for people to buy that uh outside of a pro you know if you want the uh the d-pad and the maybe a, a better feeling uh, a grip on the switch so hopefully the pro itself has a d-pad as well that'd be nice no because they have to use the joy they, they just need to release a joy con that has a d-pad and just be done with it yeah they, that could be the, the joy con 2.0 just do it like, and it works like the same connects the same but it has a, a even more hd rumble in a, in a d-pad yeah, yeah, I think, I think hd going away yeah it is it's good especially for that mini yeah i don't think hd rumble's future is bright dang it no second kagura 3 <laughs> I think they're gonna stick with HD Rumble. I think I think they're gonna stick with it. It's cool. Yeah, like but it, it is cool. It just games seldom use it, and it's expensive for them to implement into the controllers. So it's just so, kind of like it's. And the mini, the mini, the mini won't have it. 
No, the mini probably won't. Yeah, I know the yeah. mini probably won't have. It. Although Pro Controllers have it, but mm. I don't think they're gonna build it into the mini. Uh, but like the the Pro Controller Rumble, like HD Rumble, is not as good as like the Joy-Con HD Rumble mm. from my my own play. Uh, but I like I like I hope they keep it in with the with the Switch Pro. I hope they they keep that. I, I like it. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, interesting stuff there. But I I think most people believe it's coming out this fall either way, and it'll definitely be there on store shelves or holiday. Um, definitely at least the mini. I'm I'm still unsure about that pro, but a lot of people seem pretty pretty confident it's coming. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see on that. Uh, Mr. Uh, there we go. Okay, Tra uh, Sokar says Travis touchdown and smash. Maybe I think that opportunity might have been missed. Maybe already. So, like I mean, Travis might maybe that's the lower end one maybe it's the one like the, but like that's the one that people go okay and it's not the mind-blowing one to finish up do you think they get away with doing travis by himself as a smash reveal on a dragon? no, no. <laughs> no. like they would have to, they would have to do, they would do the dragon quest stuff where they have travis in the beginning and then sora at the end or something yeah there'd have to be a dub there'd have to be something else you can't just put travis like you, you've got to have something travis Jeez, you sound so entitled oj <laughs> I'm just saying. No, oh my I, God. I, if they announce a character I like, oh, that's good. Screw no, it. I'm actually already good, even without the, any DLC. I've been good with Smash. This is the most impressive roster ever outside of like the Mooj and all that crap and all that. But like real rosters, this is the most impressive. So anything, this is just gravy. This is just the, the strawberry on top or the cherry on top for me. So, so how hey, can whatever you complain that. about the gravy? I'm not complaining. I'm just what, saying. I don't know. What you kind of gravy is it though? Is yeah. it white gravy? Is it is it like the brown gravy? There's different it's types the good of gravy. gravy. It's the good gravy, the gravy that you like. <laughs> Whatever you like. It doesn't sound like you like it. It sounds like you're just trying to like finish out oh. this gravy meal so you can get to some like extra ice cream in a bowl I've, on the side or something. I've had my fill. When it comes to Smash, I've had my fill. Anything else, hey, that's fine. I'm good. I'm ready. I'm just ready, though, for what? Joker's been awesome. That reveal was great. Then you Banjo, then the hero. It's so funny to see the different perspectives of the hero from Americans to Japanese people. It was it was great to see the different reactions. It was awesome. It's the closest you're gonna get to Goku and Smash. Well, there is Goku technically in Smash, but there's a spirit. Goku's in there. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> that's uh, spirit Goku, the actual old school, like you know, the the one that's based off a book. Goku, it's that one's in there. Oh, there you go. Everyone uh, did it. Everyone's uh, here. <laughs> <laughs> Perez says Dante, and then it would be a cinematic with him versus Bayonetta for the intro. Mm, that, that, that's I've talked about Dante before. I think Dante's definitely a, a possibility. Dante's Absolutely. That'd be cool. I mean, it kind of makes sense since Devil May Cry HD just randomly popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, I've got to get a game on there quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Matthew Campos says, Did anyone try the God Eater 3 demo with imp any impressions on that? I did. Yep, I made a video on it. Yeah, I made a video too. It's, I I like God Eater. Now I've, it I sold like me it. on the game. Yeah, Sean, what do you think about the weapon type? Are the weapon types not like the like the variety of weapon types? Did you play with all of them, or did you just play with some? I just played with the main one. Okay, because I know I watched your video. I didn't know if you did some more stuff outside of it, but like the amount of weapon variety in this game is cool. Like you can use like there's like a crescent weapon. There's like a big old Buster Sword. There's dual blades. There's like a spear. There's every, and it transforms into different types of guns too. Like it is so cool the amount of weapon variety in this game. The spheres turn into guns. The spear. 
the spears turn into guns? <laughs> yeah, spear. It turn, like all your weapons, they they can transform. You can have one uh, one type, and then it can transform into a certain type of gun. So you can have like a scythe that transforms into like a, a sniper rifle. You can have like a uh, like just like a, a short blade that transforms into a shotgun. You can customize it. They all have different um, options on there and abilities. It's really dope. I, I like that. And there's eight players online. Cool. So it, it looks so cool. Nice. I played it. I had a lot of. I, I think I played it the whole day. If you played through everything, I played through all the training and all the different missions. It's like an hour long to get through all that. Mm. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Okay, very cool, very cool. Um, let me have. Uh, Jeff says, anyone see the Mega SD FPGA cart for Sega? Opinions? Uh, yeah, Modern Vintage Gamer did a whole video on it, which is really, really well done, and it goes over everything. And that cartridge looks absolutely insane. You could play Sega CD games on a Genesis Three. Oh, I didn't even think of that. That's yes. a good point. Wow. On a crappy-ass Genesis 3. That is interesting. Yeah, so basically, if anyone doesn't know, it's a cartridge that takes SD cards, and it plays Sega CD games through it on an SD card, and it plays everything through the cartridge slot on the Genesis through FPGA, so it's a chip design hardware level to play them, uh, and it is absolutely insane. It's very expensive, but it's amazing at the same time. Because if you think about it, then you don't need the Sega CD, which the Sega CD add-on has actually been climbing in price. Well, the Sega CD itself is expensive, and they're prone to not working and just because of how old the, the disc trays and the lenses are. Um, the CDX is pretty much the best option, but the CDX is ridiculously expensive. Like yeah. I was lucky and got mine from a buddy who was just downsizing his collection. So he gave me a bro price on it. But like, I haven't looked last time I looked, I know there were like $300. Mm. Dude, the, that was at, at too many games. This, the Sega CD attachments, just like the regular ones, the model two, those things are like $120, $125 there just for the attachment. Yeah. It looks like uh, the CDX is like over three fifty now. Yeah. That's too much. Like I said, you might as well get this cartridge and you're good to go. Yeah. Because even like I said, a Sega CD, they are super unreliable. The Model Twos and the Model Ones were even more expensive. Those are like one eighty just for the piece. Yeah. Um, at that point, another hundred bucks, and you get like you know a cartridge with SD card that plays everything. It's amazing. So, uh, oh, the Atari box. I forgot. I'm supposed to get that this year. No, it's not. They delayed it. Remember? No, I thought for backers, it's still December 2019. Is it uh, not? Sounds I, like a placeholder. They're just confusing us on purpose. Oh man, I'm not getting that thing this year, or they're, ever. They already delayed it once. They delayed it again. Ah oh, man, they asked if I wanted to buy a T-shirt though, so that's a nice one. <laughs> um, if you wanted to buy one, <laughs> a T-shirt, yeah, yeah, they should are... send you one for free for I buying their that console too. that doesn't exist. When they showed me that, I was like, maybe they should just. Maybe they should send me one because <laughs> I also bought a controller and all the other stuff from them too. Because uh, you know, a year ago I thought I'd make for a good video. A few months ago, no um, wonder they're yeah. asking you to buy more stuff. You're their best customer. I know. Yeah. Right? Like this guy keeps getting. Why does he keep giving us money? Maybe he'll buy this shirt coming. if we print it real quick. Little do they know. I'm about to crack that thing open and see what's in there. <laughs> it's not. It might not be good for him. I don't Playing know. Playing the long game. Yep. That's gonna be an interesting day. That's gonna be a fun video when they actually ship that thing over here. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be good. <laughs> uh, Christian Wood says, for someone who hasn't played Zelda Lake's Awakening before, is it better to play the original first or wait until September? I will tell everybody to play the original because it is awesome. It's an outstanding game. And the reason I, I'm happy that I played through it so many times is because now I can kind of think a bit about what we've seen in that game and how 
like I'm I'm curious how they're gonna reimagine some of the bosses and stuff in the new one. And and during the treehouse, they said that the uh dungeon that was only part of the DX version is also in this one. So nice. I'm excited for it. Yes, I think you can still play it though and get a, a really cool. good experience if you play it again uh when they do the, the remake. Um, actually but I have cool. some footage going up this week of Link's Awakening. Oh Ooh, nice. That'd be cool, man. I'll check that out. Uh, I'm seeing everything I can about this game because this I this is one of my favorite Zelda games. It was amazing. It's it's I think it's only second to uh yeah, I'd say link to link to the past. I like the top down Zelda games more than the 3D ones. Yeah, me too. Oh, I always okay. get made fun of but I okay. love Phantom Hourglass. All right, leave me alone. You're like reverse with me when it comes to like Metroid. Like everybody loves Metroid Prime, but I love the 2D games more. I than do like Metroid Prime, Prime a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, I like the top-down Zelda games. I mean, it was for me. I guess it was Link to the Past, then Link's Awakening, then Ocarina of Time for me. Um, what about Phantom Hourglass? Nobody cares about Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> <laughs> that's down there kind of far because you'd use that stylus too much, man. You Listen, the hands, that's the killer. That that is the killer of that game is having hands that aren't the size of a small child. I it was did. a small child when I first <laughs> that, that's the why you like the game. Anybody that has normal size hands, you can that game is almost <laughs> unless you play the game like this, like like a, stick your hand and go like this. And play. Like, how do they expect anybody with normal size or not even well, Larger size hands to play <laughs> this game. I don't. I don't understand their viewpoint on spirit tracks I and also, like. I, I never understood that. It's a little games. thing called uh, get good. Quit complaining. Hey, we're not talking about CTR here. <laughs> yeah, it's not CTR, man. <laughs> it's not the game of the year. It's the tiny screen, and then you have to. If your hands are big, you cannot play this game. I don't know, man. Someone in the comment, yeah, I agree with that. Buy a man-sized stylus. Quick complaining. Buy a man-sized stylus. <laughs> yeah, get like they had the giant ones for the XL. Just go on oh, those stylus. You know what? You're right. Those XLs, man, those were like, you can probably play on there with no problem on one of those. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but the XL yeah. had a big-ass screen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the point. Had a big-ass screen, a had a big-ass stylus. It did. It did. I remember playing one before. I never had one myself, but I had it because I had just the regular DS and a DS Lite. And I like the DS Lite because of the size of it, but the only problem is when the games make it, dude, I couldn't. Because I have I have huge basketball hands, so it's just hard to play games when the like on the stylus when it's covering up the whole screen. Minish Cap was really good, too, for anyone who's wondering. Yes. Get, so get that. Link, let's see. We got a link to the past, a link yep. between world, yep. Minish Cap. Well, link between worlds is really good, too, if no, if people didn't play that. Yeah, Phantom Hourglass yeah, keeps going one. down this list. I was going to say, like, dude, it's dropping. It's dropping. For you. Oh, for you guys, you know what if they did a Minish Cap, dude. It's behind. It's behind Oracle of uh, Seasons and Ages, Jordan. For oh, okay, no, just relax. It's just, dropping, just, man. Just relax. Hey, right. Capcom right. made some damn good Zelda games. Yeah, they did. I'm telling you, Jordan, that game is down there. <laughs> you guys are just rude, and you don't understand <laughs> cultural gaming. All right. Oh, if you can play it normal, I think it'd be a lot better. Just be able to play the game normal. Do you gotta start petitioning for a remake of that, Jordan, without the stylus controls? That's you know, I did it for Spyro. We're there already getting go. SpongeBob. So damn it, Phantom Hourglass, we're getting that remake. All right, there you go. See? I'd be spirit track, fans. man. No, we don't we don't talk about that one. We we <laughs> we, 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 we leave that. Spirit track is kind of garbage. Hey, the train the, the train's train already man. been derailed. All right, that train's gone. All right, uh, we, we get we get train. Phantom Hourglass is actually good. That's the thing. It's actually a good I think yes. it's a good game. Thank you. Finally, <laughs> some, some good things. Now you're speaking. The controls are just so bad, but it's a good game. I think it's Listen, good. Sometimes good games have bad controls. Look at, oh. look at, look at uh, Kid Icarus Uprising. Oh, absolutely. Kid Icarus Great Uprising. Great game. Terrible control. <laughs> Their controls are awful. 
Uh, EJ79 says, uh, Tomb Raider port and Lara Croft for Smash. I'm surprised they haven't done any Tomb Raider stuff yet. That's a good point. Hmm, it's Switch. They could get the, the I guess, the first one in the series. Did they, they put Rise of the Tomb Raider on the 360, I thought, too. Wait, Rise of the Tomb Raider? Yeah, that was, yeah, Rise of the Tomb yeah. Raider. Yeah. It's, they've done a couple it's kinda, of them. Um, it's kind of rough, but it's on there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Andy Ackerman says, hey, 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 Andy Ackerman, how you doing? The big 20. Thank you. Uh, Sokar says, when Hangouts on air shuts down, what will you use? Uh, nothing. That's when the podcast ends for good. So August 1st, I think they said it's it's over for Hangouts. So what the... What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, what did that happen? I don't know. I literally went live and it popped up, and I was like, like that's, geez, that's, "That's sad." How I just, can you <laughs> trust Google Stadia? They Come cancel on. the things they're, that actually work. They're getting Stadia will launch for at least a week. We just had at least crazy. a week in it. Oh man, we're all the we're the beta test. Well, I anyone who paid the hundred and thirty dollars, you know, is you might not even get that. They'll probably cancel before they even ship the damn thing. <laughs> oh my! Yo, I I made a video saying how can you can you really trust Google Stadia? Also ranting about Sheik too, and people did it like <laughs> also ranting about Sheik and Smash Brothers. But outside of that, I said the same thing about Google Stadia. How do you trust these bums? How do you trust Google these bums? I, you can't you can't trust this, this bum ass company. I'm sorry. It's a shame that there's no more Hangouts. That's going to... Well, I'll use Discord or something. Listen, yeah, Hangouts, who cares about it, man? Oh, hangouts is old. Stadia is the future. You know, streaming, it's the way to go, the man. The Spawncast Traveling Podcast will have to begin on August 2nd. Yeah. <laughs> we go to different cities and do it live. Hey, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. Next year, we'll go to too many games. We'll do it live. I am down. I am yes. down. I'm You're going. coming. We're holding you to that. You're coming. I'm, no, I'm going because I have all my. I have my laptop. I have my portable capture. I have all my stuff if I need to work. So I got it's a good it. year. You missed a good year, man. Yeah, it was fun last year, yeah. But I have to get everything ready and set. I don't live in freaking wherever you guys live. I live in. I live what, in Hell. Awesome East Coast. I don't live in East Coast. I live all the way in the furthest part away from where to get to where you guys are. Man, whose fault's that? <laughs> it's my fault. <mom. laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool though. We could do that, do a spawncast live there. They have the main stage we could be on. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. Spawncast live. Yeah, it, was, it was uh it was it was a good it was a good year too many games though. We had a lot of a lot of cool people were there. We took that one big picture. Do you see that, Sean? The the big picture we took at the restaurant? I did what picture I was it because so we got to the restaurant late, boogie myself, Jay, and uh it, we were just like, oh, okay. So then like Rax came with us. We all just left and had like the food court food while everyone's eating like some nice ass food. They go out, take a big giant picture. They had some pretty good stuff there. Yeah. Deluxe. And was, was it good? Fun. It was good. I, got, I had chicken. I had chicken Parmesan. It was, it was, it was, it was up there with chicken Parmesan. I've had so. it's like half the group before like the, that during that day before going there would not stop raving about it. Like, Oh, it's the best. It's the one reason I come here. I'm just like, it was, it was fun. I'll stick with the wings, man. Was, there were like, there was like 40 YouTubers there. Dude, it, in. <laughs> that was that place was crowded when we walked in. So it was, there was a lot of there was a lot of but uh, the wings, the wings were really good. That place, yeah. Perky's, it was really good. Yeah, good, good wings. Uh, yeah, it was good though. You you have to want we'll to do that. Maybe we'll maybe we'll try to do that next year. Spawncast live. Let's rent out Perky's for our own party, like we talked about. <laughs> it's small <laughs> enough. We can rent out. Perky's. Wait a minute. That means Nate's gonna have to go, and he's gonna have to do like the face reveal while he's, no, he's just gonna wear the Kratos mask. Yeah, I'll just wear the Kratos mask. I could just walk around without a mask. Only person who would actually recognize me is maybe Jordan, but by then yeah. he might not. I could just walk around and be like, "Spawncast sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nate, you come out of the crowd, Nate. 
Yeah, I could just come out of the crowd and be like, Sean sucks at CTR. Learn the plate, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where's your tang now, boy? <laughs> I'll throw a packet of tang on the stage. That'd be fun. Will That'd you sign fun. my tang? Uh, I think the only panel. I think I, I, did, I ended up doing a panel with uh, Arlo, though, Sean. Um, and uh, I think the was he in puppet. Was he the puppet? Yeah, dude, it was pretty cool. I saw a, a, I I saw a, a video of real puppet. Arlo, and it scared the hell out of me. I mean, he just hangs out up there, but he's he's very very good with it. So it's it was pretty fun. Was Arlo, fun. the the puppet Arlo, was at the parties, uh, the the after parties as well. He made an appearance. Yeah. After after he was suffocated in your car, right? <laughs> yeah, he was in my car. <laughs> Uh, that was fun though. It was fun. Uh, let's uh, let's finish up with the Pokemon controversy because, well, oh boy. They, they had to say something. <laughs> I I do wonder if they just didn't say anything and they just continued to basically ignore it. If it would have just died down because it seemed to it seemed to be kind of dying down. I don't know if that was just me, but I noticed that I was like, no, it's really it wasn't it, man. If you you've, if you've got Pokemons <laughs> as part of your crew. I mean, no. I, I like on their subreddit and stuff. It was dying down. It wasn't as as hot as it was like in the first week that it was happening, and it's kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, but every time they did say something on Twitter, they got hit with the national deck stuff, and then if they ever post anything on YouTube, they got hit with downvotes and everything about it. Uh, but basically, they they didn't say anything. They just acknowledged it that it was happening. Said that. Uh, just because they the Pokemon might not show up in Sword and Shield doesn't mean that they're gone for good. They can show up in future titles, but basically that they weren't changing anything, and they decided to just say that it was uh Masuda, I believe, said that. Yes, mm -hmm. it was posted, and then that was it, and it didn't work out that well. People were very mad. Yeah, it was a very polite way of saying y'all crazy. Leave us alone. <laughs> yeah, they like people. If you just read between the lines, he's just saying. You're not getting it. Deal with it. This is the game, and that's it. That yeah, is what it's, it, totally, what it's, um, it's what's going to happen. It's 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 nothing new. This this version of the game is going to not have there, but the the next big Pokemon game, they'll be like they're going to advertise all Pokemon, and then they're going to get so much good press because they're like every so? Pokemon's in I, it. I wondered if I wondered if the National Dex thing is the big the big feature for like their, their in-between game, you know how they have like a platinum and like a, a, mm -hmm. a, a an emerald and stuff. If that's their big feature, if there will be massive backlash then like, because that means they really store and shit without it. And then all of a sudden they have another game coming out that has national decks. I feel like people would not be happy about that. I, I think people would just be like, all right, well, it's in that one. I'll buy that one. Cause like it, 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 the Pokemon company is always, releasing those games extra like the, the next game afterwards that have exclusive stuff in there sometimes you know yeah yeah so i mean i guess the national decks obviously that's a big exclusive thing to have <laughs> that's like a massive exclusive thing to have but i i personally feel like a lot of people i think there's going to be people that just don't buy like a lot of hardcore dudes that don't buy this one and wait for it with, i, with the national I honestly i i am going to question that willpower for some it's going to be very interesting because i think that's what masu is doing he's not saying it directly but I feel like he knows most of the audience is going to buy this game either way. Is what he's. I I feel like that's what he's basically saying here. Well, See? most of the audience are casual gamers like myself when it comes to Pokemon. You know, they're not like I, I don't catch every single damn Pokemon. That's that's a biggest waste. That's a waste of time to sit there and catch and try to transfer all of them over to you. That takes way too long. Now there are some hardcore dudes that do that. That are those are the ones that are speaking up the most. I think that most of the people that are just they just want to play the new Pokemon and play the story and see what happens and that's that you know 
So I think, but I think he's also testing that too, because there are people that are huge complainers on this game that are whining about every little thing, but they've already admitted to me, well, I'm going to buy the game. It's going to be, it, here's what's going to be interesting is if Sword and Shield come out and it sells worse than Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. Yeah, there's, there's no realm of that happening. There yeah. is no alternate reality in, in which that happens. <laughs> uh, that's the only thing that I, I think would actually make them like, kind of back back up a little bit and go oh, okay otherwise i think they are calling their shot and they're saying well you know what you're gonna buy it anyways i think what they're saying here so, i don't even see a third version getting released I think there's gonna do an ultra sun ultra moon situation two years from now yes because it, for the last three generations uh black and white had black and white two two and with x and y there was no z there was no third game it was just x and y and they moved on um to the to more remakes and then with Sun and Moon, they did Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. So maybe because it's like, what what do you do? Sword, Shield. Everyone's like gun. Because what else are you gonna choose? Stone. Like we gotta have something that competes with one of those titles. I think I think the competitive scene definitely will drive this because if you don't buy it, but you're you know a hardcore Pokemon fan who plays these games, but somebody you compete with generally buys it, you're probably gonna buy it as well. It's just kind of the reality of the situation right now. But if somehow, some way, the the community with all the downvoting, all the stuff that's happening, actually doesn't buy the game, I'll be kind of curious to see how the Pokemon Company and Game Freak and stuff actually respond to that. They want they they they're not going to be able to respond. You just don't think it's it's possible. By the time that reaction is going to happen, they're already have been shifting their focus to their next project. They're yeah. not going to be able to say, "Oh, we're going to patch this in," or oh, "We're going to do DLC." It's going to be, well, if we do a third version or whatever the next new version is going to be, that's where this will be incorporated. Sword the and National Shield deck. is going to be exactly what he said. There is no national decks. But where they screwed up is all they have to say is Sword and Shield has 500 Pokemon. Give us a number of what yeah, actually why don't going to be that? featured. <laughs> why won't they do that? They won't tell us how many Pokemon are in this thing. I don't think they're done. Yeah. Deciding what do you know, Jordan? Uh, um, Pokemon Sword Shield comes out November fifteenth. <laughs> <laughs> I that's the you're right, Nate. That would actually I think because we don't we actually don't know as much information I guess about this game. I mean, it's out in five months, right? Five and a half months. Yeah, I mean, all we really know is the Pokemon they've shown in the trailers, and I mean, yeah, we need a number. We definitely what need we a number. Seen, like ten. Yeah, we need a number on that. We do because because <laughs> if they come, well, if they come out and they say there's two hundred and fifty Pokemon in this thing. Oh no! Is the, that gonna is that gonna yeah. annoy some people? Where I get what you're saying. It's like where's the uh, where's the where's the line? Where's the one where people yeah. go? Okay, all right. Maybe where is it a problem? And where is it like? All right, whatever. I'm yeah. curious. Yeah, if they come in and say, "Oh, there's 700 Pokemon," or every Pokemon's in it, but Bidoof. Will because, anyone care? Well, I'm not depending buying it. depending on how many new pokemon is this generation like if it's a small generation or if it's a large generation or they have a lot more this could easily you know pass over the thousand mark for how many pokemon are out there if they do have quite a bit then it's like do we accept 500 at half but like a good amount are all new ones like yeah that's like, the thing what, if it's what's like the, yeah. what's the okay if part it's 250 new and 250 old Oh, well, there's not going to do 250. That's like two generations. I would, I would yeah. at least assume it's between 80 and 110. Would would make sense for a generation. Mm. That's gonna be the question: is what, how many Pokemon have to be in this one to where people kind of go, okay, at least they have like, like, is is it is it 500? Is it? 600? I think anything under 500 is pretty crap 
Okay. Like, okay. I think that's, I think that's a, like, even at 500, I'm like, fine. You know, like that. I'm not, I'm not like, yay. I'm like, all right, fine. But okay. like my, my goal number, at least pushing 700. How many are in there? How many Pokemon are there right now? Close to 900, like Close 900. something. So we're, looking, we're looking for at least 60%. Is what you're saying. I, I, I would say enough where it doesn't feel like they literally took out chunks. Like if it okay. looks, if it feels like the Pokemon that are forgettable to most people are not there, that's okay. So or the Pokemon saying... that maybe aren't super competitive for the people who do play the competitive side aren't there. Okay. They're not going to be as like, you know, a huge like, oh my God, where is this? I can't believe you've done this. You've ruined the game. So you're saying uh, Badoof being removed, you'd be okay with? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? You'd be okay with no Listen, Badoof? Man, you, you take out Badoof, you're going too far. I'm not buying the game. <laughs> what, about, what about Buzel? Bad. What if they took out Buzel? Oh, but I mean, what's the garbage bag Buzel's Pokemon pretty name? Good. I like Buzel. So, okay. And, and, and by the way, it's not Buzel, it's Buizel. Hey, you're, hey, you talk bad. a lot, you talk a lot about. Bad. About the stuff with game freak and, and laziness, right? Yeah, they're not lazy. So you're, okay, so you're you're saying that I see I do see people say that game freak's lazy on Twitter and other places as well, message boards and everything. Um, I don't I don't think any of the developers there are working are lazy. Absolutely not, because they're 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 the ones working. I can see, and I'll say this: I think game freak has become comfortable. I guess is the best way to say it. Complacent, maybe. Complacence. I think management. I think uh, those kind of things. I, I, I like the developers are in there. Probably. Let's be real. They're probably in there. You know, 60, 70 hours a week trying to get this thing done. That's probably on like a good week. Um, but I feel like management sat down and made that decision. And I mean, I mean, part of it might be because they're hiring. Uh, part of it might be because they are dedicated some of their resources to town. Um, but I think there is a level of comfort there because they know they're going to sell this game. I, I personally feel like this is kind of like the X and Y of the, the Switch. If you remember X and Y, look at that game, then look at Sun and Moon, and look at the vast difference in graphic quality between it. They're feeling it's the yeah. first one. They're filling up the new hardware, whatever the case is, you know, and then by the next one or the following one, it's going to look a lot better. If you're talking about like in terms of like some people saying they're lazy because of the graphics, um, I think it's kind of like that situation because X and Y looks really bad compared to sudden moon. yeah like you the had to they had, like, they had to like turn 3d off for sun and moon right or something like that like you couldn't turn 3d on yeah yeah you couldn't turn 3D on because too much it, yeah and like the horde even like with 3d like the horde battles they lagged like the game would just chug uh if you had the 3d on and everything so i think that um that's kind of how i'm equating this one this is kind of getting their feet wet and then once they kind of get cooking, they'll they'll look a lot better because Sun and Moon literally like maxed out the 3ds. For yeah. The part. So I don't yeah. know. If, I don't know if they're gonna do that with the with the next game on Switch or anything like that. But I feel that the next ones are gonna be um, look a lot better, be a lot more polished. They're gonna refine whatever engine they have and all that. Yeah. Add stuff. Absolutely. So. I think this happens with every like handheld system. You know, like at the the first generation that comes to that system always is ends up being like the worst looking the weakest in features and all that but by the time like the they've had a couple on there that final game is like yeah pretty yeah. damn polished and so some people are talking about animations i see that quite a bit yeah yeah i wanted um, to bring that up too there's a lot of compilations online complaining about showing like how older games did it and and like had all these other pokemon and now the, the dynamax and they're showing that they're barely moving and like score bunny when he does his double kick or whatever is that's barely doing anything one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it is it, it's an interesting like it's so, it's definitely something to talk about 
because when they're bringing up other things, they're not full-fledged Pokemon games. And I'm like, sure, you can compare it to Battle Revolution, but Battle Revolution is just the battle simulator. Like, it's not a full RPG game. Uh, yeah, so. yeah, and, and I see. I think the the biggest thing with that is that yeah, whatever the DS ones, okay, got it like that. But the DS games and all that don't have like the wide open area. We still need to see more about what they're offering in terms of the content. Sure. That's that's the biggest thing for when people say, oh well, they, they they just go off of just that. There's still more having that type of thing is going in terms of like the wide open area, having the Pokemon on the map, seeing like the co-op and stuff like that. They're trying to add new things in that weren't in the previous ones. So you you can't yeah. have 700 or 800 or a thousand Pokemon, Breath of the Wild graphics, all new animations. You can't, you just, you can't do that. Legend of Zelda doesn't even have normal dungeons. Okay, so like, I mean, if they wanted, they probably, if they had more time, they probably could have put normal dungeons in there, which Breath of the Wild 2 might have that. But you can't put every single thing and have it look every, like there's got to be some things for your first one that you got to take out. I sympathize yeah, I with the disagree. people. Yeah, I sympathize with the people when it comes to animations. I sympathize with you guys when it comes to uh, Pokemon, the amount of Pokemon. I sympathize with all that. I got a video coming up talking about that myself. I think Game Freak could do a better job when it comes to things. But you can't, like, I've seen people literally say, well, it doesn't look like Breath of the Wild. It should be that. But then it also should have brand new animations. But then it also should have all the Pokemon. That's impossible because considering literally no other company has done. Can anybody name another company over the course of 20 years? You can transfer over every single Pokemon. There's brand new animations and there's like 700 of them. And it looks as good as Breath of the Wild and it, all of that. Can anybody name any game that's done that? Digimon. Digimon. But it didn't. <laughs> it would probably take it would probably take quite a while. It'd probably take like a Breath of the Wild like development to do that. Like you say, that's the thing years. is. They Game Freak, when it comes to Pokemon games, their development is restricted to a certain amount of time. They have to... Sword and Shield is releasing with the new season of the anime, with the trading card game, with other merchandise. All of this is calculated years in advance, and it, all of it has to fall into place. It's not like right now, Game Freak can just say, hey, we're going to delay it six months because we want to do the national decks and we want to include all these Pokemon. The Pokemon company simply would not allow that. The Releasing the game has to go in conjunction with all those other products. This isn't just like, you know, Breath of the Wild where Nintendo said, oh, it's come out in 2014, 2015, 2016. Hey, we might actually release in 2017. They don't have that luxury. They have, you're coming out with a new entry in 2022. Make the game. That's when it's launching. If you guys hit problems, oh, well, make it happen. And people think, oh, it's only like 143 people working on a game at Game Freak. Sun and Moon when you include like Creatures Inc., the Pokemon co and other companies and outsourcing, Sun and Moon had around 250 to 300 developers working on the game. It's not just Game Freak sitting there with their 150 employees working on these products. It's a substantial amount of people. No, I think you bring up some actually good points about that um, in, in, in general, that there's a lot of stuff that people aren't directly taking it into accounting for especially is that they do have to get these games out because it's not just reliant on oh we can get this game out whenever we're done they do have the card sets which are planned specifically you know when those sets come out when they print when they hit japan then when they hit america they have the 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 show coinciding they have merchandise they have the wiki cool toys doing the figure lines for the action figures like they have to have all this stuff ready and on a timed schedule so like it, it, it's a huge production and and, and that may seem kind of like crappy like oh we have to get a game out a year basically no matter what to to promote all the other products as well 
And uh, I mean, that's I still, just the way it's I still been, think, though. I still think the uh, consumers should let them know what they want. And if it's the national decks, you tell them you want the national decks. Oh, absolutely. I, I think I, I think they're listening to that. I think they I think they want it too. They don't want to like you know you know cripple the Pokemon experience. But I think that it's something where they have to acknowledge it right now that this is not possible with this game. But if they didn't say it's never going to not right. happen, like it's it will happen again. The national decks, yeah. every Pokemon, yeah. they'll get to that point. Yeah, they love once that they open. have all these models made and everything is good. All the moves are good and they can improve on it. That's what they'll spend their time on: adding the rest, improving animations, and all that. And that'll be a lot easier of time than trying to put you know five seven hundred models onto the Switch, code them all, have them do something, all the I, new ones. I do want to say something real quick. Yokai Watch doesn't have anywhere near the amount of yokes. People are saying Yokai Watch Four did all that that I said. No, the hell it did. <laughs> Didn't Yokai Watch actually do a substantial cut down in the amount of yokai because they changed the battle system with this they did, release. Was, they did because they were going from the 3ds to the switch they went from a, a turn-based type of game to action and all the different animations that you have to do to the yokai significantly cut it down it's like a lot less um that you can't transfer over old uh, old yokai or anything like that They're, they literally did nothing of what i just said the only thing that you could say is uh um graphics visually they don't have um, that they don't have that tree yeah, yeah. Visually, they, they made the graphics. They don't have the uh, GameCube tree. Much better, but outside of that, they didn't. They, there's not even anywhere near 700 or 800. Can you name me? Better. Can you name <laughs> me five yokai <laughs> creatures? I can't even name five. Dude. I can't I, even name one. I just thought there's that red guy. Uh, on the cover there's that somewhere. guy who made Bill Trennan eat a lot of donuts. Can we just recognize that tree just getting a like a beat down on Twitter constantly? I feel bad. Yeah, it's I, just that one dude, tree, that man. That tree is yeah, everywhere. That one, that one, that one tree is the biggest. That's the reason why the game's bad, is actually <laughs> because of that particular tree. You spend your whole game looking at that tree, actually. So it's very important and it sucks that it's just so low res. <laughs> that was really funny though. Of course, though, like here's the thing about Pokemon Sword, it's gonna be under like massive scrutiny now. Like, like visually, people are gonna be looking for everything. Uh, so uh, it's just the way it is now. I look yeah, forward to all the video essays apparently you can there's 800 pokemon that are already in hd and all you got to do is just put them on the switch that's what some that's what people God. are saying in the channel that's how all, many that's times all have we had that discussion on the on the pe podcast <laughs> it's, a, it's a ridiculous notion that no animator no model or nobody that will sit there and nobody that actually works in the field ever says anything like that it's just people making their own stories up, <laughs> making their own no there's no single person i, in I am gonna be curious to see what happens when this game comes out though or if they just give us we just need more information on this game but i'm gonna be curious to see what happens when it comes out uh sales wise and everything um, all i know is people are gonna find that tree to see if it looks better dude i bet you i bet Can't you what if, what if like a game freak sees that tree and they're just like you know we're putting 4k textures this is the one place where i'm for we're making this file size 100 megabytes bigger just a 4k tree, tree looks like it's ripped straight out of <laughs> yeah. skyrim just sitting in the middle of a field <laughs> that'd be great a uh, couple of uh, super chat messages to read before we uh, before we're all finished up here. Uh, Jeffrey Burns says, "RGT, I was just like you, but I got a pro controller for my birthday from my gram, and I was a fool to not have it sooner." <laughs> there you go. The wise tale. You need to pay attention. Sean. Yeah, there you go. Ibrahim <laughs> uh, Gunner uh, says. Keep being the best. Thank you, Abraham. Appreciate it. And then Jeffrey Burns again comes back and says the Eon N64 adapter can't match the Ultra HDMI if its base signal is the S video from the standard N64. The M cable might not even do anything because the M cable really doesn't work for things below 480p. You'd be surprised with what the M cable might be able to do. Might be able to do. 
<laughs> that's funny uh well hey hey we'll have a couple of weeks you'll be able to see all about that i'm sure indeed Ooh. i'm sure uh and to finish up uh, uh rukia x play network says i think that rukia or uh master chief will both join smash master chief i'm still i'm still stuck on master chief though would he have like the moveset that they gave the character in Dead or Alive? Master Chief would have three? to be really he'd have to be really heavy though. I feel like he'd just be friggin' solid snake, just heavier. Like he's a tank, yeah. He'd have to be very heavy. The, the Spartans were they were I think they were almost a thought they were almost like a ton or something. They were, they were very heavy. Um I'd be curious to see how they would do that. Um to make sure he still feels that way. And and hey, he can actually have a gun now because Joker has a gun. So there you go. Uh, Agent Quater says, uh, no, man, uh, Skyward Sword HD needs to happen, even though Al Numa said that uh, they basically had to remake it because of the motion controls locked gameplay. Still hoping for it. 2020, maybe then Breath of the Wild 2 in 2021. I actually think Breath of the Wild 2 is coming next holiday, by the way. Yeah, that's... I think that's that, 2020. That game is definitely poised to be a 2020 release. Yeah, I'm almost positive that's holiday 2020. Um, Most likely. Yeah, I mean, they want, a year, they want yearly Zelda games, but I, I think that's been... I think it's been in development longer than people realize breath of the wild too, to be honest. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that all goes down. I hope it's traditional dungeons again. Uh, we'll see. Uh, Tannis Cassidy says I'm from the future in the switch plus and, and many each release on September or I'm sorry, November 22nd alongside GameCube virtual console and with a free side of chicken parm free Ooh. chicken parm. Yeah, where's it from though? Is it mm. Italian made or is it Olive Garden? It's Boston. Market. I mean, if by Italian <laughs> you mean Jimmy at the gas station, but... <laughs> uh, I think November twenty second is way too late to be honest, uh, Tannis. I think it have to be. Isn't that after or is that Black Friday? That might be. <laughs> <laughs> it would have to be. It would have to be. I think like much earlier than the holiday rush, just to get it done and stocked and everything. Uh. Fish fan says hashtag pro for RGT. I'm telling you, Sean, you're gonna be trending. You're gonna be trending on Twitter one day, man. Just because <laughs> <of> your- <laughs> uh, <laughs> like the t- a Twitter moment is gonna pop up with you holding a pro controller with a picture taken. <laughs> <laughs> Sean buys his pro controller. <laughs> it's a, it's the top moment on Twitter. Oh, we just see his God. face holding the controller like. <laughs> he finally did it. Uh, <laughs> that had to be a really long. That had to be the like a really slow burn. That'd be like a five year slow burn, though. You know what you do, Sean? You buy it after the next switch comes out, and it's not compatible. <laughs> oh, that would be rough. <laughs> uh, Malice Talk says Game Freak is busy with town while developing Pokemon Sword and Shield. I do. Que- I do wonder how much how many resources town takes up. I do wonder about that because that was supposed to come out this year. Might still, you still have to wait. It's just, it just got a blanket 2019 release. So might still, could still come out. Could be a December release. Could, could be October, November, December. I do wonder if come out tomorrow. I do wonder if they're equipped to be able to do town and Pokemon Sword and Shield at the same time. Well, I mean, they made Tembo the badass elephant. (laughs) He's badass. I'll tell you that. Uh, Yeah, they didn't even bring the game to the Wii U. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Did you hear their? Remember their excuse? Yeah, <laughs> that was the best thing ever. Uh, we envisioned this game. Wii U was not part of that. <laughs> Ryan says, "Imagine if EA owned Pokemon surprise mechanics." 
Dude, they would have a dude, field day with Pokemon. If every ate. Pokemon beyond like a certain roster would cost money. Dude, it would be ugly. Ultra Balls would cost money. Master Balls would oh. cost money. It would be ugly. Oh, oh, God. So, Can you just describe Pokemon Go? But 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 you pay sixty dollars for it. True. <laughs> the, the thing about yeah. this that from EA though, it would be like it would, the graphics would look great though. It'd be on yeah, probably, it, yeah, it looked like friggin' Mass Effect type shit. Yeah, no, that, no PS2 GameCube trees at all. That that tree would be the best looking tree ever. <laughs> but you, I mean, if you want the extra foliage around it, you might have to, you know. Oh yeah, you gotta pay for that 4K <laughs> update patch. Yeah, but that 4K eh, might have to pay a little bit more. Uh, Sakon 10 says, uh, 800 plus Pokemon game in, in HD in three years. Then he says, uh, they say, uh, Monolith Soft can do it, bro. Monolith Soft, can, they can barely make more than 30 rare blades. Stop, bro. <laughs> with, with outside, with and they needed help, by the way, to make all those rare outside help from other people. Yeah, they, cra they crafted a, a pretty cool world, though. If you, they, I bet you that world is probably much more massive than like what Pokemon's gonna come out with. Oh, yeah, no, they can do but, cool. like Monolith Soft. I don't know if they're a developer to make. I don't mm. think that a developer to make Pokemon. Like I said, they barely made any, any rare blades. There was barely any rare blades. The mechanics of the, even getting the rare blades. I mean, and they re and not only that, but they reused the same engine that they used. They didn't have to make a whole new engine for the game. They reused right. the same engine they used for the Wii U. That is not the case here, I guess. Uh, so. Avidon says, uh, "Get this man a pro controller." Sean, tell me, Sean, Twitter moment. Could be, it could be Nate. You don't know. <laughs> oh, that's right. Nate's on that one. Yeah, uh, no, no one wants to get me a pro controller. <laughs> Well, I just want to get Sean a pro controller. So, uh, Ziljan uh, 65 says, RGT watch Moxley versus Janela. Now, well, that, that, right that's now. what I was. I've, I've been watching the whole pay per view ah. show. So, yeah, I, I, was, I was watching it. And plus, we were talking about Pokemon, <laughs> and I, I really don't give it two shits about Pokemon. So. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> I mean, from this, from like the, the people phony. being upset about the Pokedex, like Exposed. that means nothing to me. I have Badoof, no. Badoof bites you. So, actually, Soul Ages uh, says uh, Badoof for Smash. Oh, there we go. All right, now we're yeah, talking. That, that's the big oh, also, right that 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 fifth slot could be an eighth gen Pokemon. It could be the evolved grass starter. It could be Grookey's final evolution. Yo, Grookey's in. We're getting we're getting somewhere now. <laughs> could be. Uh, but that's uh, those are all the super chats. It's going to do it for uh, Spawncast tonight. Thanks for everybody who uh, stopped by to hang out to watch and everything. It'll this video stay up, of course. Uh, we're going to figure out what we'll do with Google Hangouts going away. We we'll might just move to Discord and have a uh, you know a really cool layout with everyone's names and all that. Evan 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 has opened Photoshop a couple times. I think he can take care of it. Uh, so he's, he'd be okay with that. But uh, let me go around here on my screen. Sean, uh, where can they find you, man? Find me at RGT85. Um, we will have a video Monday. Monday for Red Faction. Yeah, Monday for Red Faction. Uh, honestly, this this upcoming week is probably going to be a bit light on scheduled uh, or on videos for me because my birthday is Thursday. Oh, snap. happy birthday! Thank you. I live uh, closer to family now, so there's like a bunch of different family parties. Is someone going to buy your pro controller? No, I, that, right. I don't. I, I might get an Amazon gift card though from someone, so maybe oh, we'll see. You're taking a whole week off? <laughs> no, I'm not taking a whole week off. I just like Tuesday. There's a party. Wednesday there's a party. Thursday there's a party. How many so. parties for your birthday you have? Well, only only one is tech. One is technically for me. The other two are just Fourth of July parties. They're just parties. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. This next week. How, how old do you say you're gonna be showing? Uh, Thirty-four. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Uh, and then, uh, OJ, what about you, man? Yeah, you can find me on Player Essence. That's my channel on YouTube. Also, uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, guys, I have a big week coming up. 
We got some cool stuff with Pokemon, which we're going to be talking about more of this. Uh, we also have, I like I said, I got to play the Fire Emblem demo uh, or full game or whatever the case it was. So I have some more content coming up. Beginner's Guide, kind of like a lot of people have been asking, this is going to be their first Fire Emblem. So that's going to be up next week. Also more um, footage on Fire Emblem showing off some more of the, uh, the beasts that you can find in that game. Um, and also some other stuff, some other secret stuff too. And also streams, guys. I stream pretty much every day for like at least five to six hours a day. Come through, ask questions. It's it's really fun. We have a good time on the streams too. So check out the channel. Okay. Uh, and then Nate, where can they find you, man? They can find me on Twitter at DirectFeedGames. You can find a link to my YouTube channel there. And this upcoming week, I will have gameplay of Link's Awakening. I'll have a comparison for Red Faction Gorilla Remastered. Um... <laughs> That's such a stupid name. It is, it is stupid. stupid. <laughs> I'm fuck so up saying bad. that name so many times when I'm filming. Just say it remastered, man. Just the, oh, don't, they don't give it. the Mars. They do actually. They capitalize it and everything. <laughs> Just in case in. you didn't get it. Like, it's see, the joke name. was. You're doing that, Yeah, go Yeah, this upcoming week. Just a lot of a lot of good gameplay of upcoming games for in july so look forward to that cool exciting stuff uh jordan uh there was actually a message for you that i missed i'll read it now jordan fringe looked like jonah hill mixed with max from max and ruby uh go ahead and do your outro that's now after funny. after I hearing like that, that. <laughs> i like that one yeah okay that's all right i see who said that let me get a name uh it says dad is the donor oh damn it dad <laughs> <laughs> dad daddy i gotta make a phone call <laughs> um, no, you can uh, you can find me here on YouTube on a uh, Jordan Fringe. Uh, I'm getting back into content after my hiatus uh, for the, the past month or so. Uh, this week, uh, anything that the channel makes the next three months all goes to NAMI uh, for mental health. That's what all the all, all the ad rev. Not not us, and all all receipts are on Twitter. All donations uh, will go through and be proven that way. Um, so yeah, come check out the channel. If not, all right, it's cool, I guess. <laughs> uh yes and then uh evan what about you man you can find me on twitter kimmerx project if you're in the tri-state area tomorrow there's a small convention called first state comic-con i'll be at selling prints and commissions and stuff but yeah anything i do really pops up on twitter first usually cool uh and did we have uh do we have anyone wanted to raid the yellow kazoo wants to be raided okay so why don't you put uh her do we have you have her channel nate anyone i have to get it up okay and then we also have what is she on she on twitch People are also no, asking about uh, beat em ups. I believe he's playing Mario. Fuck wood. So, <laughs> but they might be able to. They might be able to go distract and make him die in Mario. So there you go. No, she's that's not, true. All right, yeah. She's not streaming on YouTube. I don't see her because I'm subscribed to her and she's not on YouTube. No, she is. She is. I, I'm on the channel right now. Is it not yeah. showing you on the left side? Because that's been a problem recently. No, it, I mean you know YouTube live streaming, right? OJ's been blocked. <laughs> well i got we got wood uh we got wood's channel in there we can drop kazoo's channel in as well i dropped kazoo's okay there we go we got all kinds of channels to go raid and say hi and say hey spawncast there you go cool all right well that's gonna do it for uh spawncast <laughs> episode what was this 117 evan 117 cool that means actually on one actually 120 will be when we move to the new layout then <gasps> three weeks right yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. That's what we'll do. We'll make it look really cool and everything. So it'll be really cool. Uh, that's it for tonight, though. Thanks to everyone who joined us, and we'll see you guys again uh, next weekend, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.